spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another Friday is upon us. Hope you're doing well. Always a pleasure seeing you all. Hope you're having a great August. We're, uh, what are we, the second last Friday of August? Is that right? Happens yes, fast. One more 20, holy shit, 25th. Lana, Happens then, uh, fast. Then we're fucking out I of know. August already. I'm not quite ready for fall, but what? September's good. Yeah. No oh. cussing. This is a family-friendly show, That's damn right. it. Everyone brings their kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know a lot of people do. <laughs> Maybe it's on in the background. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we'll tell you if something really bad comes up and say, unlike Trudeau said, who said, uh, if parents leave the room, because kids leave the room, right? Remember yeah, that? exactly. Remember that? Uh, yes. Trudeau's like, hey, can you ask your parents to go a little bit? Yeah, I well, he's, talk uh, to your children. he's getting divorced mm. and hanging out with the trannies I saw too, you know? I, th- I think it's kind of like Macron there. He's, he's real kind of his... He, why don't they just come out of the closet? Though, yeah, right? I, I mean, mean, they'd still be. I mean, they're kind of out already, but you know what I mean. Like, actually, they would be celebrated. He probably he would probably win another election if he came out as gay, <laughs> or at least bi or something. Yeah, he's got to be bi. Maybe they had that. There's some woman he was having an affair with, I guess. Oh, of course, a woman, really? Okay, yeah. huh. all right. Okay, um, yeah, they have these layers now. They got they're, they're coming out kind of ambiguously. I don't, I don't care. And then it's like, well, I'm bi. And then no, I mean to whatever the same sex is, and then they're going back again, and then like you know they have four, five, six, seven coming out. They're sexually fluid, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they do anything. Uh, yeah, that's right. All right. Anyway, we got some stuff for you today, today, tonight. I guess it's uh, more tonight for you guys tuning in, depending on where you are. Uh, but uh, anyway, if you do want to join us, super chats antipostream.live slash red eyes TV. You can t- also super chat on Odyssey. Uh, Hyper chat is called there, and uh, Rumble rants. Uh, if you prefer, you got that down below. Should we just? Uh, I, I came across this. I want to show Actually, you this first here. Actually, didn't see this one yet. Yeah, so we got a we got a Chinese psyop on our hands here, folks. Uh, now you got to be quick, uh, quick on your feet or quick with your eyes to see what's going on. But uh, check this out here. Qu- just a click. Man, I can't speak to that. A quick TikTok clip. Here we go. This is a tongue twister. And there it is. Um, Did you catch that? You know what's dumb? It's like, what, you don't cook and clean for yourself? <laughs> well, it was Rance said that. He put it on Telegram. And he said, like, you know, guess what? Now you can do all those things by yourself. Exactly. Because <laughs> you got to do this. At least yeah. when you have a family, 
they can all help you do those chores mm-hmm. and cook and clean. Yep. And then you have, you know, these cute babies to cuddle with at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, check this out. So, so uh, Alex DeFerman, he honed in on a couple of things here. Check out, that's the T-shirt, right, that she's uh, folding in the shot. Uh, here she is in the bathroom. What kind of product is that? I, I haven't seen that pro- kind of product so before. So is she in China? What <clears throat> the hell? So this is obviously a deep fake. Uh, it's an Asian woman woman performing the, the role, Chinese presumably, and then they're, they're overlaid uh, a white face because she looks kind of odd, doesn't yeah, she? Look, yeah, something's She looks off. a little odd. There's some, I, I haven't seen very much of that phenotype <laughs> before but you can actually see here in the beginning too let's check this out i can actually zoom in check who's behind her right here where's the f- damn it hang on let me see here where are we there we go okay check in check in right behind her here i'm going to zoom in and you can you can see it there too let's play a little bit here you'll see it uh is it clear ah uh, i think the umbrella mm-hmm. goes to the side for a little bit there uh let me pan down a little bit you could kind of see that's that's Chinese people in the back background there. Look at that. You see yeah, that? yeah. That you see that? Like, that's oh, yeah, Chinese that's people. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they, feel, they fucking filmed that thing in China. <laughs> Can you believe that? Hey, blonde girls don't have kids. That's just They're it. Married. I mean, right? we have enough of our own girls doing those videos. We don't need Chinese people doing them too. I mean, I know TikTok overall is a whole, I mean, the whole thing is a psyop, right? Yeah. Right. But still, you know. I yeah. Know. I mean, are they making them for Chinese girls too? I mean, no, they're not. Apparently, TikTok in China was very like they focus on science and cool stuff, you know, things that are actually is expanding your mind. Uh, meanwhile, uh, it's being weaponized against uh, Western European teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, not surprised, to be honest. So don't want my daughter hanging out on TikTok. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be no, gone no. by. <laughs> and none, no, not the boys either. None, none of them. Yes. None of them. Just uh, I don't know. It, it needs to be destroyed. <laughs> it just needs to walk away. Uh, just that whole thing, that whole scene with like. AI and influencers and stuff, it's going to get such, it's just going to get so deeply embedded and become such an illusion for people to lose themselves in. Mm. We have no idea. Yeah. Uh, the worst of that is I, I fear is yet to come. But anyway, speaking of psyops, I just wanted to um, wing this bio here. Check this out. Now, this is uh, <clears throat> InfoWars who claims to have an inside story here. So we'll, uh, we'll keep the, uh, we'll keep a, we'll put a book, bookmark in this and see if it checks out or not. Uh, but, uh, Biden admin preparing to bring back full COVID restrictions and rollout is set to begin mid-September. Says here, whistleblowers from the TSA and Border Patrol have raised the alarm to Infowars that the Biden administration is setting the stage for full COVID lockdowns that will begin with incremental restrictions like masking TSA employees in mid-September. The first source, a high-level TSA official confirmed and known to Infowars, reached out to Infowars uh, and cited a Tuesday meeting which TSA managers were told new memorandums and policies were being completed that would re-implement masking starting with TSA and airport employees as early as mid-September. The TSA officials also said next week they will receive new guidelines on how the policy will escalate. So by mid-October, mask wearing will be also required by pilots, flight staff, passengers and airport patrons. After hearing from the TSA manager, InfoWars reached out to our trusted Border Patrol source, who is also a manager. The source confirmed the same directives were being given to Border Patrol. They were told it was a matter, uh, it was not a matter of if, but when official COVID numbers will go back up, and they expect by mid-October a return to forced masking policies that the Biden administration previously only reluctantly ended after massive pressures. How do you like them bananas, huh? 
there's and a so, uh, there's a new COVID variant like yeah. every two months. Something like that. I'm not sure, but uh, th this is the, apparently the one then that they might actually hype uh, again, and we'll see what they do. But uh, ironically, I guess symbolically, they've named it. Eris, right? Mm -hmm. You know what Eris is? We'll talk about that in a moment. As the new Eris COVID variant spreads across the world, here's what we know so far. The World Health Organization has classified the COVID strain EG.5 or Eris, a variant of interest, and says it currently believes it poses a similar level of global risk as existing variants. Because they've told us the truth every single time about this, we've uh, come to know. And, uh, and here we go. Here's a kicker, right? Reformulated COVID vaccines are set to be available yes, in the U.S. Yes. from late September, which are expected to be to provide yeah, better well, protection against they've the They've talked variants. about it. They want it to be like the new flu shot. So. <sighs> Brought to you by Pfizer. You get the That's flu right. shot and you get the whatever the new sketchy COVID variant shot is. Yes. And uh, I mean, it's not a big surprise. I, I, we were talking about this. It is going to be this or a pandemic X or disease X, as they call it. They're developing the vaccine for that now. UK firms... Uh, Pittsburgh University are working on new vaccines on multiple different uh, infectious diseases. They don't even know which one it is it's going to take off. So, you know, it could be multiple or it could be all fake again, And but they will still wheel out a vaccine or this time it will actually be real and start killing people. But we got that data out of the UK uh, services and I showed it in a couple of the last shows, but it uh, bears repeating that one out of every 73rd person that has been vaccinated in the UK have died within three months of taking the COVID shots. God. One of 73. Uh, so they had the data set on the uh, official UK you know, statistics sites for that. So uh, how many is going to be if when we get the stats for, you know, a year out, two years out, three years out? Are they going to recognize that it's the vax or, or are they going to say it's something else? Yeah, because it's like, OK, if you haven't been injured by this point, maybe then we can injure them if they take the uh, shot every fall. One of those eventually is going to get them. Yeah. I mean, we've been 100% vindicated on the vax issue, and we warned people from, from, from day one, essentially. And it was not just based on a hunch, although that's kind of part of it a little bit. You, you just kind of feel something well, yeah. is fishy about that, but you, but you confirm that by looking at the available uh, data that comes out. Actually, people you can trust that have a different view. And it doesn't mean that every single conspiracy theory always is right. But you can gauge your, you, you occasionally you get things wrong, of course, but this, the, you know, it, it, once again, <laughs> for the most part, this was this turned out to be, you know, be correct. It, it's it's insane. And all the, the, the people that, that pushed this shit, including within our sphere, needs to fucking apologize for it and <laughs> yeah, retract and, 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 and tell people that you were wrong for pushing this on our folk. It's di absolutely disgusting. Uh, and until people do that and you know who you are, uh, you, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to have anything to do with you. So here's the... Um, Here's the uh, mythological name right behind Eris. And of course, it's strife, right? Strife <laughs> or discord, discordia. Just uh, what we need more of. Yes, yes. A more discord and strife. That's the uh, new variant they've uh, dubbed this. Not that I believe that it's, you know, significantly real. Unless, of course, which was one of the early kind of, uh, uh, you know, rumors or, or uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, echoes, I guess, of this was that uh, new variants will actually be created by the vaccinated uh, individuals. Yeah. So that yeah. could be uh, could, could be it, right? Yeah, I wonder about that because you know we get sick a lot more since the uh, vaccine rollout. All the healthy people I know do. It's the jab. It's, it's I, I don't awful. think it's, it's so the, frustrating. Uh, it's like the COVID stuff. To be when, honest, when does it end? Does it ever end? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's just going to be new, ver new like. Yeah, new things every time, every few months. It's just annoying. 
Yeah, it's it's incredibly annoying, right? Remember this too? Um, the Project Fear uh, that, that was dubbed, but it was based on when the text messages were coming out from the UK health officials. A lot of this was like, you know, kind of like, you know, ops run out of, you know, well, John Hopkins for one, but you had Pentagon involved in these kinds of things uh, under Project Diffuse. Uh, but you also had the uh, King's College. Was it the King's College? I think it was in the UK. I think it was the King's College. Uh, Matt Hancock was one of the kind of the overseeing of the the COVID. He, he might have been a health uh, head of the health uh, ministries over in the UK at the time. I, I'm not sure, or maybe it was specifically assigned for COVID. I forget. But anyway, when the text messages came out, uh, he said famously, "When do we deploy the new variant?" Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> That's how this is. Exactly. Let's just deploy it. Now, do they mean? Do we deploy it as a gay op because it actually it's not real so we'll just it's a media event or is it that it's going to be deployed physically actually uh, that that remains to be seen all right anyway enough of that i guess <laughs> switch over to this one over to uh, uh, <clears throat> some uh, yeah this one is fun the far right's fixation on pedophilia is dangerous well with a headline like that everyone's asking dangerous for who of course, um, their Better post thoughts. was hammered. So Michael Corrin, the author, he cried anti-Semitism. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought he was an Anglican priest, anti-Semitic. Anti so Michael Corrin, the guy who wrote this, is a former Roman Catholic turned liberal Anglican priest with Jewish heritage. Very interesting combo there. He's a British-born Canadian journalist and former conservative whose biggest issues now is fighting anti-Semitism Islamophobia, racism, homophobia, and now he's a semi-defender of uh, pedophilia, so it seems. Pretty sure he's gay, too, the way he's, like, so involved and interested in uh, gay issues. <laughs> so Anglican Church, yeah, look at that, a face like that, screams pervert, huh? Anglican Church clergy are permitted to marry in some dioceses, so, and gay clergy are permitted to marry also, marry so... Boys. Exactly. How's the choir boys, Michael? I saw he was getting hammered on his Twitter. We'll show that later. But he writes, I'm going to pull out a few choice bits in this uh, pedophile article. I've just experienced another attack on social media. I'm a priest, progressive, outspoken. No point in complaining. But a disturbing new aspect of these bombardments are the repeated and constant false accusations of pedophilia. Well, how many times is it not false? Right. Then he complains about the uh, Sound of Freedom movie. Uh, rescuing children is one thing, he says. and But this phenomenon goes much further than that. Does it really? Like The whole goal here is to bust pedophiles to protect kids. I'm never, you're never going to hear me saying, oh, you're going too far there with the pedophiles, right? Uh, that was the, and then he goes on about the lunacy behind Pizzagate, uh, that when people believe there was a pedophile ring, you know, at the highest levels of How dare politics. They? Oh, no, there isn't. And uh, they were... One of the operations was out of a restaurant, right, in uh, Washington. Well, remember the ABC reporter, what was his name, James Gordon Meek, who debunked Pizzagate? Yeah, he was a pedophile, and he was arrested this year for disgusting images and videos of kids, including an infant being raped. There you go. But stop fixating, okay? Stop fixating, he says. He says, bizarre ideas about super wealthy and secretive cabals imposing a liberalism, fears of children being sexualized or stolen, a terror of change. All of this has been empowered by the media-savvy, secular, and fundamentalist Christian right. Are you honestly trying to say 
that rich and powerful people are not pushing liberalism and sexualizing kids. If there aren't any pedophiles, there's no child sex trafficking going on. Are you honestly going to say that? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And then he says, scratch the surface of modern conspiracy theory and anti-Semitism often appears. But today they are accused <laughs> The accused are usually singled out. He says, this disorder may be disorder, may be unique in details, but not in theme. In medieval Europe, anti-Semitic blood libels accused Jews of kidnapping and killing kids so as to use their blood, usually for the Passover ceremony. Yeah, well, uh, there was a pope that condemned the libels as early as 1247, he says, but they continued even as late as the last century. They led inevitably to pogroms and murder. Yeah, just because of that. Come on, dude. Come on. And he says there's always been a strong dose of homophobia involved. He really cares about homophobia through the venomous old canard of gay men being groomers because no gay men are groomers or pedophiles ever. I mean, this guy is just screaming like gay pedophile with everything he's saying, right? Yeah. And he's saying, yeah, being concerned with pedophilia is dangerous. Well, dangerous for who? For pedophiles? Because if you aren't one, then what's the problem? Everyone should be concerned about pedophilia or even a questionable pedophile. Also, why is he con so concerned about this Jewish aspect if he's not a practicing Jew, right? Because he's LARPing as this Anglican priest. Well, I mean, it it's pretty common. I mean, check out uh, someone like Justin Welby. Actually, there, there was, a, oh, there was a headline with that. The secret, uh, what was it again? The secret takeover of Jews of the Anglican Church. So they would try to kind of make fun of it or whatever. Uh, but there was this, you know, G Gavin Welby, born Bernard Gav uh, Gavin Whaler. And I should, but uh, did I say, yeah, he's, he's the, the Archbishop of Canterbury, right? The the primate of all of uh, the, the Church of England, essentially. Uh, pri primate? Is that what they call it? Yeah, I guess it's primate. primate. I think it's primate. primate. Do I see that right? Like, hang on. Let me see. Might yeah, as primate. well be at this yeah, point. Yeah, it says that. <laughs> Check that up at the top. Am I misreading that? Primate of all England. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, we, we'll, we'll talk about later about what's going on in London with primates. Yeah, so uh, although... I anyway, just, I, it says it was the son of a, of a German-Jewish immigrant, right? And so he's partially partially Jewish, but they upplay that and say, oh, look at this, he's taken over, you know, they're taking over now. Same thing in Sweden, the, the head of the oldest diocese, uh, Skara uh, diocese, is um, one of the uh, Bonnier, uh, was it... Uh, what the, Åke Bonnier, that's right, Åke Bonnier, who is also Jewish. Right? <laughs> Why not go just be a reformed Jew? Oh, like I know, because you want to subvert like the this. churches, and they've been subverted. But So although this guy published many conservative Catholic books, he's uh, converted to gay Christianity. Yeah. He's the author of this book called Rebel Christ and says he learned how to be a real Christian from the gay community. And his big <laughs> issue is rethinking sexual morality in the church. This guy sounds like a pervert who just wants to be open about uh being a pervert finally right i mean because why else would that be your biggest issue like gays and rethinking is that really immoral is it really immoral folks you know and then he had this art there was this article going around priest says my conversion on lgbtq rights tells an important story yeah it sure does it tells an it tells a very important story about what's happening uh, with the church right and then on Twitter, he tried to wiggle out of this saying, oh, no, no, of course, I'm against uh, child abuse. Yeah, he blocked me because I asked him if he came out of the closet yet. <laughs> no, of course, I'm against child abuse. But, right, there's always but. And then he's like crying anti-Semitism, far-right extremism. Well, so many Jews write headlines like this. You yeah, know, you see it so many times.
Yep. I saw there were some real funny uh, posts here. He's he's like help asking Elon Musk, help, help. Where's the where's the thing where I can block? Where's the block thingy? The block thingy, oh, so I could block is. people. He was saying, but there's some good ones here. Yeah. <laughs> people are calling him. <laughs> Let's see, two hours ago. <laughs> Uh, do, do you see the one there? Oh no, which, it's, it's all kind of messed up. Oh, there, there's just some good ones here. Like the author of this piece, Michael Corrin, is a Jew. Pedophilia is encouraged in the Talmud, so one could argue that he's merely articulating and defending his cultural and religious values. And he retweets that. Where are you getting that, that from? On his. What source? Oh, okay. On his, okay. like two hours ago. Two hours ago. Maybe I uh, scroll past it already on here. Oh yeah, and they're just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this one, right? This, was this he just one you're talking about? Yeah, he keeps retweeting all the ones with people calling him out, you know, for being yeah. Jew Jewish, and also how were the choir boys and all this stuff. It's, oh wait, wow. he retweeted me me here four hours ago. No, oh, there you go. I said, did you finally come out of the closet since you learned how to be a Christian from the gay community? He says, not sure my wife would let me, but it, I'd be honored. Their oh, love and is, kindness yeah. would be such a change from the screaming and hatred of the Christian right. Well, <clears throat> well uh, we're not Christian. That's, but, that's uh, not me. But uh, in your head, buddy. Um, let's see. How many closeted homosexuals are there who are still in marriages for whatever reasons? You know, <laughs> like, right. there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I think this guy, uh, you know, he's got kids and he's got all these other things. He could be bi. There's plenty of guys who are married and then live like, you know, shady lives where they go and abuse kids oh yeah and they're pedophiles of course <laughs> i mean come on yeah and i mean it's just such a, a pervasive issue now in in so many churches they're they're basically jumping on that and just converting it into a, the the gay church basically that's what it's becoming uh how, how many pictures have we, we shown of different like pastors and stuff and and again it could be as you said it could be anglican it could be lutheran it could be other protestant versions it could be uh catholics even you know what i mean like this is it's it's all over it's pervasive uh and it's guys like that uh that's uh, trying to normalize this and again saying basically that uh, yeah the the problem here is um uh, far-right people who are uh, who are worried about ch children yeah he says <laughs> protecting my children against sexual abuse that's the big issue i mean this has been a concurrent uh, is that the word a uh, theme since like before Pizzagate, but it really took off after that point. If I even Biden brought in uh, just the other day, he, he brought in John Podesta, speaking of Pizzagate, to do some speech. And just a comment before Biden had said, uh, oh, I'm speaking something like this. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like I'm speaking to the children now and you, uh, your daddy owes you ice cream. So go get some pennies or, or something like that. Go get go get some ice cream. Your daddy owes you or something. It's like. And, and they're trying to say, oh, you're just using this as a weapon. It's just the right that's using this as a weapon against people on the left. They just scream pedophile. Well, guess what? It's because all your people are fucking pedophiles. Mm -hmm. It comes out every week in every way and all the trannies that you support. Plenty of, you know, gay activists and all that. Pedophile, 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 pedophile. I mean, how many times have we seen it? And people in government and they're acting. He's acting they're like it acting like it doesn't exist. You need yeah. to just chill out on that this fixation this obsession you have i mean how many articles have we seen like this recently what if quite a few quite a few no this is their uh this is that this is the hill they'll they'll die on because this is what they uh this is what they like to do the most it's to go after the kids uh convert to the kids to their new weird religion whatever the hell it is that they're uh they're doing there uh, and basically turn them into <laughs> pedophiles one day I mean, hopefully some of these kids can break that cycle. But man, I tell you, a lot of those kids, they just go on. And, and once they become parents, if they become parents, they go on and, and do this uh, shit themselves. Right. That's what's so that's the travesty about this. Yeah. And then here's a this was from August 16th. One of his tweets. Uh, someone says Michael Korn equals Canadian people of Polish Jewish descent. He's an ethnic Jew. 
And then he writes, very proud of it. Russian, Russian my ass. Russian Ukrainian Jew as well. Mum's family are Essex going back centuries. So East Saxon and East Europe produces beautiful, brilliant people like me, he says. Like, get over yourself, dude. And this guy's being promoted just everywhere. I see him constantly right now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I was looking for, there's that classic uh, showing uh, also the kind of the LGBT connection to uh, child abuse, you know what I mean, and how common that actually is. It uh, doesn't mean that every homosexual is is a pedophile, but it means that statistically there's a way over-representation there. So there's cause for cause for uh, concern to leave your uh, children in those types of environments. But now, of course, it's like, no, let's have them uh, t- take part in our uh, kink festivals or whatever the hell it is. Drop them off for a few hours with some trannies. They'll take good yeah, care exactly. of them. Yeah, uh, exactly. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll ensure that he, uh, he, he, de- he doesn't learn to hate, right? <laughs> All right. God. Anyway, but the uh, thing is, we're seeing more and more of this within the church, and it's yeah. it's just. I remember, like, when I was in Sweden in the beginning, you know, ten years ago, it's like, oh my god, there's a lot of these uh, Christian liberals. Yeah. I'm not used to that in America, and then here we are, like a decade later, and it's just yeah, like, it's so it's social it's a version of socialism, Christian socialism. It's uh, LGBTQ has has you know snuck in there. Uh, and frankly, a lot of the uh, the the upper the clergy, a lot of the people higher up in many of the different denominations are encouraging this. They're allowing it. They think this. Oh, this is diversity. We we're promoting diversity. We're good. Our ESG scores on on our Yelp review is going to do real good if we just let in the the LGBTQ cult in our into our church, right? Uh, so it's a big problem. But uh, speaking of this, and we'll go on a rant here a little bit against uh, what's parts of what's going on with the churches and 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 uh, you know Christianity and what the direction of it, and some people that are like they're just weaving Christianity together with progressivism now as well. Uh, and and I th- again, I've said it before, but I think it's it's easier for them to do that than to invent a new religion. You can mm-hmm. argue LGBTQ cult is a kind of a, a new religion of sorts, but but again, if you can merge, if you can just kind of blend those together seamlessly, I think that's going to be very efficient for them. And now the other question, of course, is right now, like you know, things like Islam is of course very resistant to this, at least in their own countries. For now, Islam in our countries, in, in the West, for the most part, are kind of staying quiet under the radar. Although you're seeing some things where, like, you've actually seen the, the LGBTQ stuff has been so over the top that you're actually seeing Christians and, and Muslims coming together, right? And even some Jews on these things are like, you know, trying to, hey, we got to push this out of our schools, out of our churches and stuff like that. And it's almost that they've taken 10 steps forward and now they can take you know, three or four back maybe or something like that. And then you can go back to a, a new normal where you have another, you have an Abrahamic kind of a unification of them unifying over like, at least let us push out L- the LGBTQ stuff. Yeah. We'll see what the direction this happens, but I'm bringing that up because it kind of reminds me a little bit of the next clip we're going to take a look at. And I called it third wave Abrahamism, right? So again, uh, we'll we'll go on our you know, section here a little bit against you know the Abraham Accords that they're building and stuff and it's basically like a is this the, their pick for a new world religion is that what this is is it going to be a completely new kind of new age LGBTQ stuff it could, uh, we don't know yet we'll have to see uh, it's early but they're playing both hands both of these are kind of advancing right but um, so Muslims in the UK uh, are taking over churches now and converting them to mosques check this out You'll be excused to think that this is a church, but as is the case across the UK, we've took it over. It's now actually a mosque, a masjid. Christianity is depleting, atheism is unfulfilling, 
Islam is here and it's here to stay. The British people, they may not like it, but as is the case with many things, there may be something which you don't like, which is good for you. So carry on making those churches for us. Keep it's them not empty. good for us. We'll dude. buy them in a few years' time and we'll make them into a mosque. See, that's their plan. It's, it's conquest. Yes. But it's like, you know, it, it's also kind of like, a, where are we? There we are. Uh, it's kind of like a natural uh, progression. You'll be excused you know I mean? to think. Let me, that the Let me lower that. It's kind of a, maybe not a natural progression, but I remember a while back I did a show, was it with Jay Wiedner, I think it was, or was it Wiedner? I've never learned how to pronounce that, but he talked, he talked about that too, that, that like the cho that their choice is Islam over over things such as, you know, even if it's a reformed type of Christianity, maybe their choice will be Islam. And, and the reason for that was basically down to control, right? It's mm -hmm. it, at least if you, again, okay, they're more conservative of some issues or whatnot, but I mean, the very concept is called, I mean, the, the name comes from submission, right? You, you're, you're submissive to this. Uh, you're basically, you know, throwing yourself down to it. If you, it's very, it's a rule book. It's very easy. Just do these steps. You know, you pray this mm -hmm. many times a day. It's very easy to control large segments of the population by having something like this. Will they actually go this way? I, I'm not sure yet. But uh, regardless, this is simply just another version of the Abrahamic kind of uh, crusade, I guess, mm -hmm. of sorts through our nations, right? And and now it's Islam as they're replacing our population. So will Christians and Muslims uh, and Jews be able to kind of get together at the end of this? That remains to be seen, but there certainly is an aspect of them pushing this, right? And they've done that partially with the, uh, I want to show this too, the Abrahamic Accords. They actually kind of celebrated that here recently too. And of course, that was Trump doing that. Keep that in mind too. Um, this was from uh, the Abrahamic Accords Peace Institute official account uh, on uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter. Three years ago today, following a historic phone call between POTUS 45, Trump at that time, Israeli PM Netanyahu and uh, Mohammed bin Zayed from the, is that the uh, da, 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 uh, Saudi Arabia, I assume? It doesn't actually His say. His Highness. Yes, Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al-Nayaha. I think that's uh, <laughs> so Saudi Mohammed. Arabia. Uh, the Abraham Accords were born. We celebrate this milestone, the progress made since, and recommit to realizing the full potential uh, of Abraham Accords. Uh, and, uh, uh, the, the, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is kind of like... Fringe in a way, right? Abraham Accords inspire Arizona, Kansas State basketball teams to go visit Israel and the United Arab... Oh, maybe that's what he's head of then, the United Arab Emirates, I'm not sure. Uh, organized by Athletes for Israel. <laughs> Look at that. They have a whole group of Athletes for Israel. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the trip runs August 9th to the 20th. So they're right they're there right now, folks. And it will cover tourist sites in both countries, including the Western Wall, Yad Vashem, and the Sheikh Zayed Grand Mosque. The Times of Israel says it's the opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> yes, our, it is. For our players. It is. Um, so, of course, what came out in the wake of this, too, is this classic, like, well, you look back European history, and who let in who again? Who opened the borders, right? It's happening now. It, happening, it happened in Visigoth, Spain, you know, all these things. So you can't help to wonder, you know, it's like, is the supposed animosity surface deep? I'm not pretending that it's surface deep in Palestine, uh, between Israel and Palestinians and stuff like that. But we're seeing now what they're calling a, a normalization between the relations of Israel and many of these other Arab nations that formerly were very much against Zionism and stuff like that. And I didn't actually do a segment on it, but it was one, uh, it, it was, 
what's the uh, the former Iran? Um, maybe Chad has it. The former Iranian uh, royal line, right? Uh, one of their descendants now, who was visiting Israel, and he has done tons of tweet. I have a whole segment on it. I, I did prep on it. I, I should do it at some point here. But he's visited Israel and just again, it's all this Abraham Accords kind of you know tone or note to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, went around. He, he wanted to have good, better relations with Israel, and he says, well, "What's happening in Iran is is." Uh, unacceptable kind of thing. Um, and it was like they want a coup in Iran. Obviously, we know that. Uh, not Aga Khan, Chad. It's it's another guy. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me in a, in a minute. I'll, I'll uh, bring it up then. But anyway, so he's he's pushing that. And if they do a coup in Iran, which they wanted, or maybe they invade, maybe they want whatever they do, I, I think a coup would be easier for them. But if they can do it at the hands of that, of, oh, the, the Pahlavi, right? Pahlavi, I think he's called. Um, one of the living uh, descendants of the, of the royal uh, family there. They'll bring that back, and you'd kind of have portions of, of Iranians which are like, oh, well, this is pretty good, right? But it would be like a pro-Zionist Pahlavi, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, but anyway, so speaking to that, it turns out that uh, according to a genetic DNA study, 70% of Jewish men and 50% of Arab men inherit their Y chromosomes from the same paternal ancestors. Huh. Interesting. So, uh, Semitic brothers, huh? Yes. And in some cases, of course, it's been down to that. It's been down maybe, sure, maybe some of their territories they wore a little bit too. But if if and when, once they're in the West, they're on very good terms. You don't see really many, uh, you know, Muslims, for example, kind of crit- criticize the, the, the paideas or the, the no. highest. Or, you know what no, I mean? Like Jewish no, no. family no, fund. No, because they're helping let things. in some, you know, Muslim They're bros. helping to, co- to conquer, which is what they we saw with the UK uh, video out of, out of the UK mm-hmm. right there. Uh, with them now as they liberalize and make, uh, uh, you know, the native British population more and more progressive and thereby, mm-hmm. you know, anti Christian, or at least they go, maybe, or maybe they'll go in an LGBTQ Christian way. Regardless, some of the churches are emptying, partially because of lower birth rates. Uh, people are f- white flight, right? Mm-hmm. So as these Muslims areas expand, none of these white people want to be there. So they end up leaving. And what, what do you have left behind? Well, you have the infrastructure of what they had before, churches, schools, all these things. And these people move in, and that's why it's replacement. And these people who both are advocating for them to be brought in and those who are brought in share a genetic history. Remember that? Israel tried to make a genetic bomb with which only <laughs> target Palestinians or something like that, and it didn't. It didn't actually work because there was so much similarities they couldn't yeah. actually uh, distinguish yeah. one from the other. But anyway, I, I've shown this before, but it's like um, Britain warns of possible terrorist attacks in Sweden because of the Quran burnings. Remember that? <laughs> and it's like there's it, it, we're in a, such a bad state now that we're we're living with a population that the, the slightest move that we make that they don't like they like might bomb us at any point isn't that like how insane is that like we we must sacrifice our own lives the lives of our children potentially in some of these bombings and terrorist attacks and it's not only the bombings and terrorist attacks it's the gang criminality it's the gang rape it's the mm-hmm. day-to-day violence that you don't hear about you know just because it's a mass casualty event that's bad enough right but what about the day-to-day incremental uh, violence that that's happening but uh, anyway, so as soon as we step out of bounds for these people, they want to blow us up. <laughs> they want to kill us, right? Uh, it's insane. So anyway, um, let me play this here. This is a, it's a little bit of an offshoot on this topic here, but uh, we do have a couple of super chats we got to get to too. But let me play these first here. Speaking of this, um, you know they talk about peace kind of thing. What was one of the lines in the uh, in the Bible, wasn't it? Uh, when the, the lion, lion will lay down with lay the lamb. Lay down with the lamb, right? 
So that is that what this is? I mean, this is you got to think a little more, you know, out of the box for this one, I guess. But uh, it's this Israeli company uh, that are developing these three D printed steaks and uh, of, of all kinds it looks of different. Super good too. Super good, very really tasty. We've covered are them before. Are they kosher? I think they are kosher. I think they are. Here's an introductory video. Check this out here. We've developed modular platforms that can three D print meat, real meat, not something that mimics sweets. So it all starts with a cell that is collected from a real animal in an ethical way, without harming the animal. Afterwards, we differentiate the cells into either muscle cells or fat cells. We load the cells into our bioink and load them into our printers. We can decide exactly what's the fat percentage and composition of the steak. After we 3D print the steak, we take it in an incubation and maturation process, meaning that the muscle fibers connect one to each other. And as this whole industry will evolve, we will see more advanced products that will replace the steak that we are used to eat in the restaurant. All right. No, it's never going to replace. No, it's <laughs> not. But do you see what I'm saying? Though? It's, it's a little bit of this kind of like this is obviously the the. I mean, it's the never. It's kind of like that masturbation machine. I guess. <laughs> You showed last week of the following. It's like this. Uh, here we go. The inevitable conclusion of the industrial revolution of, of sorts, right? That we're so detached from, in a way, from this idea that, like, oh, we can't, uh, we can harm the animals, you know, kind of thing. We have to just, we have to three D print their cells that's taken from a biopsy from one of them, and then we have this big printer that just, you know, put it on a sheet for us, and then we can, you know, feel good about eating it or whatever. It's also this, you know, have the cookie and and or. What is it called? Eat the cookie and have it at the same time with a cake. Mm. Um, but anyway, there's another clip where Netanyahu visits this uh, facility. Actually, a little longer. Check this out here. Subtitle here. To replace the slaughterhouse. הסטייק יהיה מוכן בסביב הדקה. דקה? דקה. השלב פה הוא שווה ערך לשלב שבו הפרה נולדת בעצם. הפרה לוקח שנתיים עד שהיא נשחטת, היא מזהמת את העולם בתהליך. פה זה תהליך שהוא הרבה יותר קצר. בלי שטח, בלי מים ובלי זוהר. בלי שטח, בלי מים, בלי חתימה. קרבן פוטפרינט, here we go. אה, בול, אתה יודע מה זה קרבן פוטפרינט של אותם פריקן לאבס? פליז, האנברמנטל דמג' של אותם לאבס כדי לעשות את זה. Yeah, who are you fooling, man? And, and again, there's always this. Okay, yeah, they feed these cells some kind of like sugar, I believe, or so, not just sugar, but it was like a, a sugar solution or something to make them grow. But there's always mm. a, you're never going to escape. There's always a price, you know what I mean? Like that's just nature. And what I feel is that this is the the ultimate, not the ultimate, maybe, but this is this is part of our journey away from nature, right? Let me go back to the well, clip. Yeah. We'll play the we'll play the rest here. 
This is the future of McDonald's. The McDonald's is going to take. This is the butcher, the slaughterhouse at the same time. Fast food, yeah. They can do fish or chicken or beef. They call stakeholder the company. Dinner's almost ready. Does it smell like fish? Oh my god. Yeah, he's so excited to try this too. He knows God. It's delicious. Yeah, right. You know what? It's the same thing there. I wouldn't be surprised if like five years down the road after this has been mass opened up, it's like, oh, we learned there's some weird... It's like... Your cell can't bind with the proteins that's been made in this way and it's causing people to get sick or something. Yeah. I, it's, you know what I mean? Because you don't, you don't know what it goes into. All the, all the things. It's the utilitarianism again. Isn't that what it is? Like the, it's, well, we just cells and protein and fats and then we just combine that and it's the same thing. And it's like, no, it's, like the, you, it's still a life that has lived. It's out there. It's in nature. It's eating different things. and You know what I mean? Like the... Obviously, the real thing is going to be more healthy. Yes, There's no doubt about of it. But, but I feel what what I'm bringing into this conversation as well is kind of I feel it's this um, while they will pick up animal sacrifice as they're soon to be going to be building their third temple, and as the Orthodox uh, you know Jews in New York swings uh, eighty thousand chickens over their heads to to absolve their sins, they're doing this kind of stuff too. You know what I mean? Like that the, the the contradiction in that, and then mm-hmm. it's like this. Well, this is this is the uh, this is the era of peace, right? We we never have to, n- n- never again does an animal have to, you know, uh, feel. And not that and not that I want to hurt animals, but I'm saying there's like a, a there's a decent way that you can take care of animals and that you can dispatch them uh, versus like these uh, massive industrial farms and shit oh, like course. that that's happening now that they use as the excuse for like, well, that's to read this ethical, and then it's a carbon issue and the climate issue on top of that, but. Um, anyway, that's so. That's what they're. Uh, that's what they're up to. Um, do you want to take a couple of those? Yeah, let me do that. Uh, Beetlejuice says, "Vax free, former biopharma employee. You cannot develop a cure for a pandemic in nine months. No, you can't." Well, they didn't. We shouldn't say either. They, <laughs> they, they, didn't. they, they the first patent for a coronavirus vaccine was taken in. What was it? Nineteen or uh, taken is not the right term, but you know what I mean. Um, given. Uh, 1996 was it? It was uh, Dr. David Martin. We played that clip a couple of times. Um, but anyway, go do, do, do go on. TT infection says. Meanwhile, ADL memorizing rape memorizing uh, rapists. Yes, that's right. Leo Frank, a Jewish businessman, was lynched after raping and killing a 12-year-old white Christian girl. He tried to blame two innocent black men that bribed the governor using his wealth and Jewish connections to free himself. As a result, the town folks uh, the town folks lynched him. This was the beginning of the ADL. Yes, this is being pushed all the it's time. It's that time of year time. again, huh? It feels like you just covered I this, know. doesn't it? I know. <laughs> it's like 
She had a Leo, Leo Frank time with the uh, trolling the ADL with Leo Frank again, the pedophile. Um, Bill Biz, hello. Lana, excellent Thank interview Biz. with William Petzer from South Africa. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. He had a different perspective there. And uh, I feel like towards the end, he almost was like, actually, South Africa is better than <laughs> what you guys are dealing with in America right now. And it's cheaper and it's more segregated. So come get a place in South Africa. <laughs> nah. Nah, thanks. <laughs> You're surrounded, though, man. You're surrounded. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting, though, that he did say, and we'll speak more on this later, that 90% of South Africa is still it's still very segregated. Like, that's where the white people are. Mm -hmm. And how he said, you see, you don't see as much, you don't see race mixing like you see in our advertisements yeah. in American culture, for instance. So, I don't know, there's some interesting things there. Also, how he pointed out how uh, critical race theory like it is put in action and what that looks like in south africa and also saying that what he sees happening in america today is what was happening in south africa in like the 60s and the 70s but definitely go listen to it it's good yeah where's it uh if you did if you didn't see it yet it's up on the uh, the websites right now thank you uh, bill biz appreciate that thank you beetlejuice as well uh yeah stay stay wax stay wax free vax free man <laughs> <laughs> all right uh did you take a film odyssey uh, i didn't see any all right, I got a couple here. We'll go through these. Uh, Corner Space Alien, I haven't seen you in a while. He's, oh, up, yeah, he's upset 40 minutes ago. Shit. <clears throat> what, did we, what did we do wrong? I man? had to refresh. It didn't show up. Oh, there. that Sorry, happens. Man. It's, that's totally fine. Archie, if Trudeau gets on with Macron, I'm sure that Zelensky will get jealous. Uh, it's time for some good laughs. Yes, I mean uh, they're all they're all uh, they're all homosexual, uh, you know, uh, gays that uh, leans leans pedo. I'd say the lean pedo. <laughs> I think Macron is just full on. He's like a uh, what is it? A Gay race mix. Afro. Uh, what is the uh, pro Afro? What no? What is it? The f um, it's got a oh man, I'm spacing on that. Jungle it's, fever. <laughs> the opposite is uh, philo semite, right? That's the term. For, yeah, so philo Afro philo. Maybe that is that a term? Philo Afrism. <laughs> I don't know. That's where Macron is, I think. But Zelensky and uh, Trudeau, yeah, they could they could probably get it on. Uh, thank you, Archie. Next, uh, maybe next time says great show with you, Willem Lana. Thank as well. you. Shout out thank to you there. Uh, Glenn, the Chinaman is here. The Chinese government is scared that the Chinese aren't having children either. Oh, mm, regarding yeah. the video, yeah. Due to the one-child policy and screw-ups of their own doing, so it's a funny project, uh, projection with that TikTok. Yes, I mean, and I think that could be part of the reason why they realize it is a demographic war and every nation, every super, uh, you know, super, what is it called? Superpower, that's what they call it, right? Or ascending or descending. U.S. is a descending superpower. China is an ascending one. Maybe even Russia to a certain extent an ascending one. Uh, or, or it will be just be, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, the the G7 against the BRICS or something. That will be what stands at the end. We'll see. But every country has a demographic problem, essentially. There's not, I mean, barring like Nigeria right now or Niger or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, which is maybe why Russia is turning towards them. We have more on that here just in a little bit. And Asian countries are getting hit with feminism as well. It's a, a little behind, but it's catching up. Yeah, a lot of things are catching on there. But yeah, I mean, the one-child policy was, you know, you get it because it was just overpopulated. But then now it's like, man, they're not going to recover. They're, they're not going to recover. It's it's demographically, it's over for, for, for China, at least in the foreseeable future. Again, I mean, you could say, oh, that's the same trends in the West. And it might it could turn around in China as it, I think it will in the West eventually mm -hmm. as well. But anyway, it's a good point. Thank you. Uh, Glenn Shannon, Corner Space Alien says, well, CSA is cornered. Of course he's upset. <clears throat> Who's he, who he cornered by? Himself. Uh, himself. <laughs> he's cornered by the gay op and the psyop uh, that's seeking to pull him out of the woodworks. 
All right, uh, let me see here. So I wanted to put, so here's a different uh, extension to the, the conversation here, right? <clears throat> and again, uh, this is not to shit on Christians. We know a lot of Christians. Uh, if you're pro-white and you're Christian, we're fine with you. We say that all the time before we play this. Uh, but there's a goddamn problem with a lot of these liberal Christians uh, that are gloating over like race mixing and white erasure, and they uh, think this is funny, basically. So I want to play you two clips. And the bottom guy, by the way, uh, I forget his name now. Maybe Chad has it in this panel. There's three guys talking. And um, he's, he, he was very proud of, of mixing himself out, essentially, and everyone around him knows. Um, he does a lot. He have, at least in the past, done a lot of videos on like how bad Islam is and these kinds of things, interestingly. But they're, they're, they're taking this, we're going to be, we're liberals, right, basically. There's basically no difference between these Christian guys and anti-white liberals mm -hmm. that are like pro-white erasure. So listen to this here. What, what kind of fantasy land does this guy live in? Like, yeah. let, let, me, let, me break the, let me break this down for you very quickly. All right. So I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty darn white. Um, I married my wife. Uh, she is, uh, she's half white, half, <gasps> half white, half Asian. Her sister, her sister is, her sister is half white, half Asian who married a guy who is half white, half black. My brothers are How is this part, an accomplishment? Uh, Hispanic. What, what is there to be uh, proud of? Well, it's not, it's, this like, is the, this is just the Kalergi plan in action, essentially. It's like, it will so, this is like uh, when the shitlib German guy sits and talks with Anthony Bourdain about how we'll be all be so hopelessly mixed up. Remember that clip? Yes. That yes. We, no one can untangle it. And it's so like, we've solved racism. Oh, you know, dude, apparently. you're so much better than me and my, my blonde kids and my white kids because, you know, you got with a half asian girl and your sister is a screwed black guy and made a kid oh you're so much better than me you got me that's it yep. that, that's the future like everyone is gonna race mix like you're gonna you know like every asian on the planet is gonna race mix. every afri every white person's gonna no it's actually a very small percentage of people that do well he says that we'll finish the clip here but yeah he says that oh well of course there'll be people over here and there but but basically that's kind of gone now we're all going to be starting no. mixing out L listen what he says half nicaraguan um and my son is court my oldest son is courting a woman who is uh half white half uh, Hispanic. And so uh, the point is, I'm better like, than you. That's yeah. the point. That's how quickly you don't have to go back very far to where you weren't you weren't allowed to be mixing races. And now here we are. Here we are just a few decades later and everything is being is being mixed up. Um, so th the point here is um, being mixed up 20 years from now. What hope do you have? It's all it's all mixed up. Yes, you will still have like just you know, 20 years, here, dude. He thinks in 20 like years, that, everything's going to be the all bulk mixed of the population out. is going to be like, some some level yeah, of mixture, yeah, which sorry, means if you really want to rile up a crowd about race, you have to do it right now, because 20 years from now, you're going to sound even more idiotic than more idiotic <laughs> and insane than you do right now. And it, so it, this is why you got to make your like you got to make your 20 years from now move yeah. now, uh, white nationalists, no white. Yep. Anyway, he goes on about that white nationalism is the big bad boogeyman. Guess right? the what? Enemy. There's plenty of other races who are against race mixing. But he's <laughs> it's not concerned. So he's just not like, concerned oh, with that. He, I think it's strictly just kind of from a, an American perspective. He he probably doesn't even take Europe into account. But unfortunately, of course, uh, that's all he's concerned with. 
partially why is because he wouldn't talk like this if it's anybody any other country. He wouldn't talk like this if it's a, a, you know a bunch of Indians coming into Japan and replacing all the Japanese. He'd probably feel bad about that to be honest. But you see, white people you can openly shit on. Yes. Uh, and then you, you got to do the obvious one here too. Then right? Okay. Can you? All right. Okay. You did white people. Uh, you know you're so you're chuckling about uh, white erasure here. Now do Jewish nationalism. Do Zion, do, can you do Zionism now? The Jewish no people? Way. Will you go, how about their ethnic interest and them preserving themselves? They have walled uh, fucking border walls with like gun turrets at the top of them and <laughs> checkpoints, you know what I mean? Like a gene specific uh, entry into the country or at least if you want to become an Israeli citizen, if you want to you know, become you know, part of Israel. Uh, those can, will he address those kinds of things? No, of course he was. He no, won't. and there's a lot of these these you know pro-Israel, Israel first, grifting uh, kind of like fake you know MAGA Christian grift. You know you see them a, a lot, right? And they're always bragging about um, I'm my wife is black, or I'm you know with an Asian, or I'm you know like just signaling how much better they are because they're race mixing like it's some virtue like well we got the you. point is there's no as i said no distinction between a leftist and them and in fact the other clip i'm going to play with them here they, they underline that they talk about how according to them the, the top guy here in the panel talks about some study or whatever uh that the more re, the more real christian you are basically the more liberal and progressive you are listen to uh, this here is, is it constantly promoting christianity uh, he will lead people away from his ideas. Like there's a, a study called Unchurched Christian Nationalism in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, which showed that Christian nationalism arises among the least churched individuals. Another paper, Christian Nationalism and the Views of Immigrants in, in the United States, noted that, again, the least religious promote anti-immigration policies. The more religious people are, uh, Christian religiosity, that is, uh, the more likely they are to be pro-immigration. Kenneth Vaughn, who's a friend of mine, also published a study. Uh, the study is um, Religious Moral Communities and Secular Tolerance. He noted that uh, basically religious service attendance is associated with more generous policy preference, particularly for Protestants, Catholic, Eastern Orthodox Christians, and Muslims. He also says national percent Protestant, regional Protestant percent Protestant, and regional percent Catholic are associated with respondents offering more generous policy preference at the national and regional level levels. Percent unaffiliated is associated with more restrictive preferences. So ironically, the more he promotes Catholicism, the more people are going to be open to other races, more immigration, uh, less nationalistic ideas. And I covered all this in my video, is Christianity, <laughs> does Christianity cause Christian nationalism? So it's, he's, he's sowing this destruction of his own movement, because the more he promotes this stuff, the research shows people will lead away from his idea. All right. This is why he anyway, you get the point there. Yes. Like, yes. What the hell is the difference between this guy and, and, a, and a liberal, right? So, there, there so these, these guys are the problem. Again, if you're Christian, if you're pro-white, I don't have an issue with you. But if you're sitting around chuckling about white erasure or the fact that it's like, well, you know, it does white people, it doesn't really matter. But they're, they're, he's putting Your it problem. down that we want kids that look like us. He's putting that down. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a, for, that's a for a bad, woman to say, evil, I yeah. want a blonde woman to say, I want blonde kids. Yeah. Or I want them to have my blue eyes. Or I want white people to be around, you know, hundreds of years from now, thousands of years from now. Yeah, like, uh, like it's a bad, dirty, sinful thing, and and he's the uh, the moral one because he's not white. His kids yeah. aren't going to be white. His grandkids aren't white. So you're getting it from these kind of lefty Christians, and then you have another like a kind of a the kind of the MAGA right conservative ink, which is like no, my no, Race just doesn't matter. let's just go yeah. back to Don't MLK, Doctor King, you know, and and the and his rabbi, and we'll we'll be great again. You know well, what how mean? has that worked out? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, it's only what, gotten worse. It's what led us to where we are right now, yes. right? That's what's paved the way to enable us to be in the situation that we now are in. All of that yeah. kind of nonsense, uh, and it's 
No, it's not about being cruel against anybody just because they're a different race or per. No, it's not about. It's about the fact that these some of these people are sitting here gloating and laughing at the fact that like a an ethnic group is slowly but surely steadily being erased and, yeah. and genocided. That's yeah. what is so disgusting about this. And yeah. again, we have a clip later, right? It was like, it's controversial to say that white people want to have kids and, and, and continue their people yeah. and their race like that. That's a, an, an issue now. This is a problem, right? But no, be, it's all about diversity, diversity, to diversity. To be a wet blanket on these guys, uh, the more diverse, the more segregated. Just like how I talked with Willem yes, in South right. Africa. The more multicultural, the more they force this shit the more segregated it becomes. And I have traveled around the world. I've been to, I've seen lots of expat communities. And guess what happens when uh, there's just a, a little group of white people that are in some third world country or second world country or whatever. They hang out with other white people. <laughs> they marry other white people and they're they're like a closer, tighter knit. And that's what you're going to see happening even more so. And it is funny that the more that they're pushing this stuff, now you hear even blacks talking about like wanting their own segregated areas, you know, yeah. wanting black schools, black neighborhoods, we'll all that. talk about that in a moment here. Yeah. And yep. it's like, okay, so they're trying to force us together, but it's just, it's, it's never, not working. It's not working. It's That's not going it. to work. And even in Brazil, places where it's been like slow and gradual, it's very segregated. I've been well, there. It, I've seen it. Obviously, very we, we should preface that by saying it's working in the sense that it's not about creating a, a, a rainbow, you know, utopia, unified world. It's, no, it's, it's about creating problems and issues. And it's about replacing white people. Yes. That's what this is about. Absolutely. right? But that's why you have to look at things like, well, who's pushing open borders and immigration? Who's allowing it? Because uh, again, I, I, I should say too, it's like okay, sure, there's some based Christians that don't want to, you know, mix themselves out. They're not pro-white erasure, white sure. genocide. Uh, that's true. But the majority, at the current point of the upper clergy and the people that are running these religious institutions, are essentially uh, the same as liberals. They're this completely. This there's not much differentiation today. And, and they so can't. therefore, that is a problem. That is a, a yeah. hindrance. That's something that's standing in our way. Yeah. Uh, and either those institutions have to be left behind or new ones have to be set up or you, or they have to be destroyed in some way. They'll be torn down. They've you know been I mean? so influenced the church through liberal propaganda. Because I remember growing up Christian, my family is still very Christian, and race mixing was just not <laughs> not acceptable. Yeah, it was right? frowned like, upon. And again, yeah, it was for good upon. reason. Was, because they, we have history. There's history behind these things. There's empires that have diversified, and every single one of them have fallen. It's the same story. It's the echoes of, yeah. of history. Or the history rhymes, I guess they say, right? And it's just like, Those marriages we're right don't back last. here now again. Right. And then now, like, gradually they've been conditioned through liberal propaganda. And essentially, we've said all this time, and I've been saying, you know, for years, it's like, yeah, sure, there's going to be some people that genuinely fall in love of different races, they get together, whatever. It's always been a pretty small percentage. But now what we see is this effort, right, to push, right. to push race mixing on white people as a way to make them disappear, right? It's about yeah. white erasure. It's yeah. about how we want white people to go extinct. And that is absolutely disgusting and everyone should be against that. I don't see that happening to any other race, encouraging them to race mix for a world peace, no, right, or to end no. racism. Like racism's just magically going to disappear if every white person gets with every black person. No way. No way. 
it's got coercion, it's manipulation, it's propaganda, it's in ads, it's on TV, it's in movies, it's ubiquitous, it's in academia, it's in the music you listen to, right? But then ironically, at least, I mean, sure, maybe this will change, but it's not always, it doesn't always mean that proximity means, uh, you know, people getting together with each other. That's not always what it means. And in fact, as you said, the more pressure an in-group gets from out-groups, the more likely it is that you'll have a harder core formed of that in-group that are like actually <laughs> making a point to stick together, right? But uh, yeah. uh, there are you know, some recent statistics, right? And it was like white women were like m- among some of the least to uh, to uh, race mix, intermarry, yeah. right? Yeah, they get shit on for it, but they're the least. Yeah. Ironically, and again, we know sure this could change, and oh, ha ha, the next generation, and, and all this stuff. But you know, Asian how many times women? Have we, yeah, definitely, they're high on the list there. Yep, and, and you know, this is U.S., right? Um, I would assume, but you're not getting Asians in Asian countries for no, You know, what I mean, so it's only again, it's only concerned about Western white European founded nations. That's what yeah. this is about. Uh, you're, you know, creating this diversity around us, and of course, it's going to lead to our collapse, to our to our ruin eventually. I love to how they act like, oh, if we just just cover up that white skin, this racism disappears, right? Like Mexicans are magically going to get along with blacks and blacks are going to get along with Asians. Come on, they're all beating each other up and fighting too all the time. Yeah. And then also you get somewhere like Brazil and then it's like even if everyone's mixed and they're still not every single person is mixed there. It's like, oh, what shade of white are you? <laughs> right? Yeah, you get a caste system. like the system. caste system yeah. in India. And then they complain about the the people that have the whitest skin on, on the card or whatever. Well, I you mean, know. India obviously have that too. Very, yeah. very common, right? Um, but yeah, so the next thing here I want to show is, uh, let me see, did I import that? Yeah, so... The, <laughs> Then you have the orthodox thing, right? And we've shown quite a, rec- quite a bit recently in terms of how Russia is changing their immigration law slowly but surely now as well. Uh, Hungary is going in this direction, unfortunately. I'm not sure about Poland yet. Did we have? I think we had something on Poland on that, that they were also seeking to reform it. A lot of it was, was a, you know, work, um, work, refu- work migration, is that what it's called? Um, uh, bringing in people from other countries to work and stuff like that. But regardless... The Eastern Orthodox Church now, apparently, it's a quote from uh, our favorite here, Jackson Hinkle, the, the shill here. <laughs> God, I just I can't loathe this fucking guy, but okay, whatever. Um, Africa is part of the Russian world, No, says no. Bishop Leonid, who's the ex-arch of Moscow in Africa. And of course, we had this recently with Russia now signing d- uh, agreements with Many African countries. There's military agreements. Uh, Russia is going to feed Africa now. They're they're do they're basically in a kind of a roundabout way doing not exactly what the West did because that was a, during a different time. Uh, but they're doing a whole kind of I guess some neo-colonialist thing. But but wait for it. Wait until you you start seeing right because the the foreign minister in Russia already announced we're going to ease uh, asylum and uh, uh, what was it uh, visa. I forget the exact, uh, I'm paraphrasing here now, but the visa requirements for, you know, these countries. And it was like, yes, it was a Middle Eastern countries, but a number of them were African as well, right? So you're going to see that cooperation more as, the, as they try to seek to bring Africa into the BRICS countries and stuff. And so it's not just from the political and the uh, 
you know, st geopolitically strategical perspective that they're doing this, you're going to see it in the Orthodox Church as well. Well, they better not import them because I know. They will eventually. They will. Give them to, I, I promise Russians you. Russians don't yep. want to live with Africans. They, they don't, don't like but, living. Uh, neither <laughs> did like neither, no black neither did there. Europeans and uh, Americans. I mean, there's yeah. a little bit different in America because because of course bringing over, uh, you know, wor workers essentially, right? But uh, in in Europe, like no, no way. All right. So anyway. Uh, I see Resident Revolt over on Rumble. Hey, man, good to hey. see you. Late again. Hey, guys, not getting notifications. Well, that sucks. I saw, hmm. By the way, speaking of Rumble, I saw I replied to uh, some based uh, Sweden chat from uh, Mulsjö. I had an uncle who uh, lived there for a while, so I've been there many times. Good uh, good place. Uh, and I and replied to it on one browser, and I have the same chat open on a different browser, and it never showed up over there. He's like, you tell me, wait a minute, there's, are they, or is it just that it's the same channel, so it's not showing me that because it's ubiquitous? Maybe that's why. It's, but I'm like, wait a minute, are they blocking a chat that I sent? Anyway, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. So that sucks if you're not getting notifications, uh, by the way. Uh, good for Rumble. Ah, anywho, let's uh, do this ranty thing. <laughs> Lols, thank you, Resin. Good to see you. Thanks so much for your support, as always. Hope, uh, hope the Opal uh, Opal business is doing doing fine. All right. Should we uh, talk about Tom Rousel a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so pagan historian, right? Thomas Rousel, a historian, documentary filmmaker, mainly focuses on, we've had him on several times, Indo-European cultures, more specifically Germanic Norse paganism. He was denied entry into the U.S. Yes. His visa was initially approved and then revoked last minute. He was on his way to speak at the Folkish Summer Halloween in Pennsylvania, which is happening right now. So it's not just Christians who are singled out. It's white people. It's about a war on our folk. It's not about religion, right? We, we keep hearing that. So it's like, that's why we always say folk first. This isn't really about religion. It's a, it's about our people and anything that betters our people, right? Yeah, and so he was, here, here's the announcement there on uh, the uh, Itamin Folk, their website here. Yeah, he's going to go speak yep, about, then, you know, pagan historical culture. Like, this is what he does. He's a He is a historian. Yep. Can't even go talking about your European pre-Christian history well, in America—it's what, that outrageous. To, that's what that needs to be dropped. That thing that it's like, oh, they're targeting white Christians or something like. It's white people. They—they th they are doing that too, but they're, it doesn't. Do you think the elites would be like, oh no 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 no, this guy's pagan, so let it he, hands off because of yeah. we're also pagans, you know, <laughs> yeah, because right. it's the, no. the supremacy of Odin's being pushed from you know top down. There, there's a very big, very big Asa through kind of like uh, Thor worship coming down from. The <laughs> from the elites right yeah. now. But anyway, Deliberately being prevented sorry. from entering into the U.S. Isn't that outrageous? Yeah. But all these migrants can come from everywhere with every violent criminal past and drugs. It doesn't matter. Someone who wants to talk about European culture, something that is good for white people to hear, yep. no, can't get into the country. Some English guy yep. can't even get in. So you wanted to go not. explore Vinland, right? He uh, wanted to do some vlog and yep. look at the old, you know, the old uh, Viking finds and things in America. Can't even come in as a tourist. <clears throat> yeah. So again, uh, they don't care what religion you are no. or, or lack thereof. It's 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 who you are as a per. It's your it's your race. Okay, that's what they care about. They care if you're. I mean, you could say, oh, well, liberals wouldn't do this, too. So it's, okay, po politic, sure, political, too. It's not that they block all white people right now, but it's like if you're a white person standing up for yourself, if you're a white person, <laughs> they don't hate yourself. If you're a white person, they want to have children that look like you and care about your culture, your heritage, your history, uh, your roots, be they Christian or pagan, uh, then they will target you for those reasons. You know what I mean? 
so that needs to be uh, underlined. So and, and and again, so here's here's the proof of that. Uh, the ESTA uh, visa waiver document that's required was. Uh, approved back in May, he says, but then was revoked the same evening. I think it was set to leave, and then he did a new application so again. Dirty. That was immediately denied. So it's like they wait until they find out. Oh, he's going to go speak at this thing. That means there's like a department oh, that's researching, they're, that's oh looking, Let's and look then, at then they this wait till the last website. minute when he can't like change his flights and all that. So yeah. it's a, an additional, you know, slam. Yep. It's oh my God! These Odinists are meeting and gonna gonna have a blute and talk talk about their culture and on you know maybe say a salute to the gods. We don't want like, any racists in our countries. <laughs> and of course, Tom is not even that. I mean, he obviously understands what's going on. So I'm not deny and, and he talks about that too. But I'm saying he's that's not his main yeah. He focuses issue. On history. You know, what I mean, it's just it's just the the, the pagan roots of of Europe and. You know, Norse paganism, Viking era, and stuff like that. Further back, and you know, well, going back further than that, right? The the all the early European farmers, the steppe herders, and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's that. Uh, sorry to hear, Tom, but uh, keep your spirits high. And as I said, yeah. what, what did he say in the uh, what did he say in the post? He said, uh, "Hail the Osir, may they br- may they bring our enemies to ruin." Yes, that's yes, got them right. All right, yes, let them let them fall into their own sh- heap of shit. Now for the black segment. Oh, good. <laughs> I didn't know we had yeah, we'll one play of this clip in a minute. But so, get this: there was a black baby that was decapitated during a vaginal birth, and it was a black doctor delivering this baby for a black woman. And uh, somehow blacks are blaming a white supremacy and medical racism. I don't know. I guess maybe because she didn't have access to a white doctor. I don't know. So anyway, yes, so now this woman in Georgia is suing the hospital after her baby was decapitated. Holy shit. How did that even We'll play this, play this video with All the right. police talking about it. Okay. And then I'll have more to say here. This is one of the most sad, egregious, and horrific situations that I've ever seen. Inside Southern Regional Medical Center one month ago, lawyers say a couple was preparing to welcome their first child into the world. But unfortunately, um, their dreams and hopes turned into a nightmare um, that was covered up by Southern Region Medical Center. Lawyers say Jessica Ross went into labor for 10 hours on July 9th. When complications arose, they say the doctor did not call for proper emergency procedures in a timely manner, calling the doctor negligent. For applying ridiculously excessive force on the baby's head and neck. Then lawyers say Ross was moved to get a C-section. The feet came out, the body came out, and there was no head. After oh. Ross was not allowed to hold her child, only view him from behind the glass, according to her attorneys, who say the hospital tried to cover up what happened to her baby. So, yeah, wait, 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 they okay. tried to cover so, it up. Listen, okay. and they, they were like, oh, you want to see your baby? You can't come here. We'll prop your baby up. And they like put the head kind of <sighs> on the body. Oh, no. Yeah. I kid you not. But so you're telling me, though, uh, and obviously they, it came out feet first then? Well, that's a breached Implied? baby. Okay. That's, you know, that's all, right. all gone wrong. Everything's gone wrong uh, there. She. Okay, let's... Uh, <clears throat> can do it. Smash with, smash with, smash with. All right. We'll try to it. cover up what happened to her baby. Up to that point, they had encouraged the family to, you know, hey, just have a cremation done. Oh, no, you cannot do a, a autopsy. Well, if you want an autopsy, you have to get it paid for you by yourself. You're not entitled to that. Ross's attorneys claim she didn't learn of the injuries they're now describing until three days after she gave birth. We reached out to the hospital for a response to the lawsuit, 
which says in part that it denies the allegations and says the doctor mentioned is not an employee of the hospital. The hospital also says its heartfelt sympathies go out to the family. Yeah, because they just fired her real quick. <laughs> so, well, probably. So, according to this lawsuit, this girl, Ross, she went into labor and her doctor, who was black, they named the doctor, the correct doctor, attempted to deliver the baby vaginally using different methods, including applying traction to the baby's head. During the attempted delivery, the baby didn't properly descend due to shoulder dystocia. Now, this is a problem a lot of blacks have. Where a condition where the baby's shoulders, they become stuck in the vaginal canal. Like the baby, a lot of black babies are too broad, so they actually can't come out of the vaginal canal. Uh, so a lot of uh, black women end up having C-sections. So it's actually white people who have helped save the lives of all these blacks by all these uh, C-sections that we're giving them. Otherwise, if they were having them in the cave, they would have died, right? Because the baby couldn't come out. So the physician... There she is. Failed to practice according to medical standards, the complaint reads. The complaint says the doctor grossly and negligently applied excessive traction on the head and neck of the baby and failed to do a C-section in a timely and proper manner, resulting in Trayvon's decapitation and death. Yes, and right here, blaming medical racism, white supremacy. You know damn well this would never happen to a white woman. Well, if it was a black, that same black doctor, she would have killed some white woman's baby. Um, yeah. But blacks online, well, they're blaming mm. not the black doctor, but medical racism, white supremacy. Again, is this because they didn't have a white doctor? It's because racism, therefore her baby was decapitated. It just doesn't make sense. Can't win either way. Well, I mean, is this obviously because of, we talked about so many times, right, but the lowered test scores that well, are involved again to bring diversity to every field everywhere yes. right yes that's Is the that, obvious thing here. yeah so she's like, a bad she doctor she doesn't have to be as well educated as all the other I doctors mean, it's more shit. important that she's black and it's a woman and that she's black than it is that she knows how to do this kind I of stuff. I mean, Henrik, decapitating? That means she was like really getting in there using full, like like, I'm going to pull this thing out no matter what. Oof. It's like, it's not working. Oh, yeah. And then she just pulls its head off. I mean, this is fucked. Yeah. There you go. Um, so well, when when white women are delivering babies and they don't want a black doctor, this is one of the reasons why. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Well, let me uh, let me uh, <clears throat> extend this uh, conversation here a little bit. Sure, somebody have pretty, pretty nasty things regarding, uh, uh, sp speaking of... Uh, I guess how little black kids are treated. Check out this one here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Give out. Oh my god. What do you think? Uh, Yes. You're like torturing you? this kid. One? What yeah. can he do? One and a half? He can't even walk. He's torturing him. They're like already gang banging him up. And all that ink, how toxic it is, is going to go into the blood system. Oh my God. Oh, look at that. Oh, a pacifier. Here, here's the pacifier while I finish uh, inking you up with some gang tats, yo. Oh my God. Smash with, smash with, smash Oh my God! Whoopsie Daisy! You need yep. mandatory birth control in their water. This is just like holy <laughs> shit. 
I, I don't even know what to say to that, but uh, there it I is. I mean, folks, are uh, they going to get arrested for this? Like, I, I mean, they some they put it on TikTok, 69 NK or oh, what does it say? Something like that, yeah. This baby is messed up. Who knows what else this baby's seeing? Yeah. It's 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 sad. Yeah, someone says that's fake. Yeah, is it is it a, is it a, again? I mean, you can't trust anything these days. Everything could be AI or deep fake or whatever. I don't, but I don't put it past these likely, people though. You know, not, there's yeah. some crazy shit out there now. <laughs> yeah, Sin City Amelia says, Amelia, oh, <clears throat> Mila, Mila, sorry, Mila. a white, a white was somewhere in the building. This put a voodoo curse on the hospital. Yeah, okay, so that explains the uh, medical racism. There you that, go. You know, there you go. Damned if we do, damned if we don't. <clears throat> well, speaking of other uh, God. Rascals here. Well, I thought this was the jogger steals bike, but it's not. Well, there's there's a couple of those, right? But check this one out. This is just you know the 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 joys of <clears throat> the joys of of living with these people. Check this out here. Come check this. A new TikTok trend. Yeah, let's go. Boy, wallin'. Boy, is wallin' right now. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. And you know that when exactly, uh, just like just ramming into some old white woman right there. No, this is this is. Uh, no. <laughs> this is what it is now. And who invented the wheel again? Oh yeah, not you. <laughs> not your. But people. you know, one of them is going to be crushed under a, a bus or a car at some point, and then it's going to be you know white supremacy did this. You know what That's I mean? That's right. It's always the same. Always the goddamn same story. Oh my god, so annoying. All right, anyway, so annoying. You, you, you get what I'm getting at here. <sighs> All right. Switch over to the other one here. <laughs> I don't know. So some new fucking trend, some new shit they're doing. Uh, here we go. Progressive, the insurance company, have been sued for uh, for racism. Well, yes, it is. For offering $25,000 grants to only black-owned businesses. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Which is, uh, I'm surprised this, I'm surprised some of these lawsuits are uh, are, are going ahead. Well, and you know, you know who's behind this one is actually... Doesn't mean they will White win, but at least no. they're, they're happening, right? But so. a senior White House advisor, uh, Stephen Miller. Oh, really? He's actually, yeah, because it's led by this nonprofit group, American First Oh, Legal. that's right. I remember that. And remember so them. he's yeah. the okay. one uh, heading the charge. So that's okay. good. Yeah, the lawsuit was filed on behalf of Freedom Truck Dispatch owner Nathan Roberts uh, in Ohio Federal Court on Wednesday claims that progressive racially discriminated against non-black small business owners like him for offering a five-figure award to 10 black-owned small businesses to use towards the purchase of a commercial vehicle. Yes, mm-hmm. and they partnered up with this group called Hello Alice. Yeah, and it's like all all the grants and things that are offered is for non-whites, right? Yeah. Some things for women and they're like, oh, we're women, uh, minority-owned business. Well, let's check out the, the women behind it because one of them claims to be not white, but uh, <laughs> they, they they look white to me. They claim to not be white. They don't want to be white because it's not popular. No, right? it's just it. Oh, look, I'm so, so diverse. This is who Progressive teamed up with, who they were helping, you know, issue these grants and stuff. All right. How about I say welcome and you say to Hello Alice? Okay, I, I can do it together. We can do it together. Okay, here we go. Ready? 
so annoying. <laughs> look at how, look at what a good time they're having and how kind of off the cuff. And it's just, you know, We're man, so it's progressive. so good. Sorry, my mic keeps distorting when I do that. I'm not sure why. Did one of the little ones turn up a knob? Is that what happened? Usually it doesn't distort like that. Sorry about that, guys. All right, anyway, let's listen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this should be really easy, but maybe not. Welcome to Hello. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Just get on with it, shitlib. We to have Carolyn Rods in our lives. Um, Carolyn is a, a three-time entrepreneur. Um, she actually is Doctor. Uh, was the entrepreneur. Latino Entrepreneur of the Year. And a Latino! Scientist. Year, really exciting. I am, I think, the luckiest human in the world to have found the yeah, right. she, she calls herself a minority. She Just calls herself a, a pop. Well, she has a Z at the end of the name, so that, that, <laughs> that, that makes it true. That has to be Rods. I'm a minority-owned no, 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 woman business. <laughs> Okay, give me the money, Give throw the brownies here, you know, just give me the attention and shower me with love because I'm not white. Uh, yeah, yep. you look, you look pretty white. Yep. <laughs> Such an amazing balance to me. I'm not a visionary type, I execute. And so to be with someone who's a visionary white and people. who's always thinking about 50 steps ahead of the rest of us, but also someone with a giving heart. So all those solutions are based on helping only if you're black. Yeah, exactly. What does your mommy do for a living? Do you know? What do I do? White kids, yeah, but we, this, we only give. Look at non-white kids. Yeah. Exactly, oh but we only God. give to non-whites, okay? <sighs> yeah. Smokes. Do we need to watch more? No, we no. do not. But just so you have an idea of who yep. Progressive teamed up go. with and who yep. was behind it. Yep. I just did a, just a little looking diverse, and I was just like, diverse, well. Diverse uh, women here. Non-white. Two, well, at least <laughs> one claim they're non-white, right? White Hispanic is that what is that the category now? Yeah, so sue box? all their asses. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Sue it. Hello, Alice. Right, this is some rabbit uh, rabbit hole thing, or what is it? <laughs> all right. Uh, well, here's another one, just real quick. We've heard a lot of those stories about the uh, the people that are actually trying to stop like shoplifting because it's out of control right now. It's completely insane. They're just allowed to roam free Smash in many grab. of the big liberal cities in in America, and it's of course happening in. London and stuff like that too. It's like wherever it's diverse, it's happening. Uh, but they've been going after the employees because they're trying to stop some of this shoplifting. And then we turn out, no, no, you should just scan a QR code. You should just sit down in a corner, let it happen. Uh, even if it's your own business, I guess. You should just let yourself be robbed because it's just, you know, that's part of reparations basically. But anyway, now some New York lawmakers uh, actually wants retail workers who tr do try to stop shoplifters uh, protected from retaliations. We'll see if that goes anywhere, speaking of lawsuits. But uh, uh, yeah, a lot of them have been losing their jobs uh, because their bosses basically says, no, 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 ESG is more important. Don't go after any of these people because, of course, it's who who's robbing the stores, who's doing the shoplifting, you know, yeah. diversity. Smash with, smash with, smash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> speaking of which, <clears throat> How about a little hammer time? Here's uh, here's more. Here's how to police diverse neighborhoods if you're a, a white woman. That's how this turns out. Can you put that down, please? What? Can you put that down, please? No. White oh, woman? No. Back up, come up. Stop! Huh? Stop! She's obviously not shooting him. No one comes outside. Well, that He's turned out great. Attacking her with a hammer like a psychopath, <clears throat> and the, uh, she's just shooting in the sky. Is what it looks like. Like, yeah, are she, you? Four, 
This I, is why little girls shouldn't be cops. No. <laughs> God. White women have n nowhere oh near. Oh, my I, God. You know, I, who's, who's the dad to this little girl? You know what I mean? Like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not doing that for for work. I mean, I know a lot of white <laughs> girls who've got good aim and are good with a gun, but she's not one of them because she didn't. Uh, yeah, but take it's also down. about finding yourself in these situations. You should just not be there. You know what I mean? Well, you should just not be there. Uh, but then, meanwhile, of course, with all that in mind. And by the way, there was another case I didn't include it, but it was another case just today earlier. It was like a random. So obviously, a white woman. It's tight, kind of blurry, but you can see it was a white woman just randomly stabbed by this uh, black guy out walking somewhere in uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard, somewhere in Florida. It yeah. is funny that uh, MLK Boulevard is always the worst part of town. <laughs> well, really I wonder is. what could be the reason for that. What's, uh, what's I mean, in Portland, that? it's like the blacks, <clears throat> the MLK Boulevard goes into an area called Killingsworth, and that's where the blacks live. There you go. I remember we used to joke about that all the time, like mm -hmm. when I grew up in Portland. Like, yeah, that's where the blacks are and killings worth. Oh, man. Oh, Everyone knew MLK Boulevard, that sketch, like, just stay away. Stay away like, from there. Uh, but, though, right? Yeah, but, I saw the, the butts. But, despite the fact that police continuously have to deal with these, a lot of these criminal groups, uh, from the uh, from the youths to the uh, tiggers, as they're known now, tiggers, some uh, really, really violent tiggers, street takeovers, right? There is, um, uh, yeah, the out-of-control shoplifting, etc. Uh, it turns out this is the, it shouldn't hit that. This is the big problem. Yes, police officers in uh, Antioch, California are being charged for racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay text messages. The horror! Half of the officers were investigated. 45 of the 99-person squad have been implicated. Now, Antioch, California, whites are only 30% of the population. The majority of the police I saw in this picture were not white. There was many Hispanic. There was even one that was black. Now, we can go through the, some of the, the tweets because it was mostly like pictures of gorillas. <laughs> if you show the, the text, sorry, not the tweets, the text, like these officers are out on the field. They're texting each other pictures of what they're seeing. Yes, there's a lot of black crime. There's, you know, gangs and issues going on. But yeah. Ooh, they uh, dropped the N-word a few times. And then there's just, if you scroll faster, lots of pictures of gorillas and uh, <laughs> oh, lots of gorillas. <laughs> well, how do they know this is related to that? Uh... So, you know, they're claiming now, now they're like, they found out about this, but they're claiming police misconduct, civil rights violations, like they're using excessive violence against black people, right? And then... Oh, they're also cocaine dealing and cheating on exams, and they're calling this the biggest police corruption scandal. Yeah, right. Are you kidding Certainly me? Certainly, there's been worse. Are you, are you like pictures of gorillas? Come on. And so they're mostly butthurt about these pictures of gorillas, about these texts that show a lot of gorillas. Like, this is the biggest police corruption scandal ever. The fact that half of the cops here in Antioch are like texting chimp out pictures when they're out on the field. You know? <laughs> Just like, and there's lots of like. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I mean, they're out there I mean, every look, day. I'm, they I'm know the a, sheet that's happening a, on the streets. I'm certainly you know? not a back to blue kind of guy, but man, I mean, can you just dealing with this though from day, day in and day out, right? Of just like diversity. But then, as you said, you look at most of the names. It's like uh, Amiri. It's uh, well, there's a couple of hues there, but yeah, Pretiro, Ramirez, Rodriguez, right? Yeah, there was like an Islamic and guy and stuff. Milner. Hughes. I saw a picture of three white guys, and then the rest was like uh, a lot of Hispanic 
and right. uh, almost Arab looking, but a lot of Hispanics. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah they're out there. They know. They know who's doing. The well, yeah, I mean, but I, that's look, the worst police scandal ever. Is pictures of gorillas being sent. I mean, to I, I agree with uh, Bernie Sanders. I'm like uh, the the people that live in an area, preferably those areas would be nations, uh, would be policing their own people. So you don't get this kind of stuff, right? Yes. Wouldn't that be the best thing? Yes. And in fact, you, I mean, we'll get to that, right? But the, you, you, but the, the yeah, fact that they're focusing on this is like, oh my God, this scandal. When there's so much police corruption in places like New York where they're drug dealing and human trafficking and covering for, you know, the Epsteins and stuff, they're worrying about some gorilla texts. Yeah. Well, even like, what they did during the COVID era and the lockdowns and the, the police enforcements of what they did and stuff, like a lot of that's corruption. You know, I mean, on mass yes. scale. This is just some of these people like having, you know, venting and having fun with it because they're probably so, if they wouldn't vent, they would probably explode. They, then it would probably be, would be bad, you know I mean, actually, actually go bad if it, if it weren't allowed to vent uh, with their buddies or whatever. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's what happens in a diverse and multicultural uh, society. You know, there's, mm-hmm. that's why it's failing. That's why this is not a good idea, right? Uh, so let, yeah, so sliding in here to a segment of of just uh, total <clears throat> like laughing at white erasure and uh, uh, you know less how openly you can say what go- how good it is that there's less white people in some of these areas now. Yes, the the Institute of the <laughs> Institute of the Black World, twenty first century hosted a national town hall meeting on gentrification. That's, you know, when whites come in and clean up an area and make it nice. Uh, at the New Jersey Institute for Technology in Newark and C-SPAN streamed it. We can check out what they're saying. Check here. out the clip. All right. I have the distinct honor to be able to come before you and say I actually lost white population in my community. <laughs> I lost them. They left. Applause. Look at that. They left. Yep. I didn't ask Look at those albino or whatever left. next to him. Yeah. So if you see. Yeah, I wonder why Okay, well, I'm going to laugh when. Oh, yeah, we, yes, we lost more blacks in, in uh, Idaho. More blacks left Idaho. Woohoo! That's all applaud. All the different races, they just <clears> left. All and, the, it, and it turned out to be all white. Yay. Fantastic. Be one or two or three or four or five whites in my neighborhood, they're passing through. <laughs> so, and as one well, of uh, our friends on said, no note, whites pass through black neighborhoods. Thousand black <laughs> elected right. officials in this country. We've yeah. had mayors, we've had governors, we have city council members. We need to get radical. Ah, uh, look at the end there. We, are you not radical enough already? Right. All right. And like, how? What do you talk? Isn't it's funny? It's bad when we do it, but good when they do it. Yes. Right. No. That's and, uh, more of them is good, and they, they. It's always a just cause for them. They can, you know, advocate for their own ethno states and stuff. And okay, you do supreme. your neighborhood. We do our neighborhood. Okay. Well, and I then say we'll you s- do your countries. We do yes, our countries. Of course. That's what it needs to get back to, obviously, and eventually, hopefully, that's that's what's going to happen here. But it's this it, is not working. It's like, gee, dude, I wonder why whites don't want to live in your neighborhood and why. They're leaving your neighborhood. Oh, is it because you're so warm and because you love us so much? You know, that's why. I mean, come on. Yeah, a white, white only get together, right? Talking about like, yeah, racial demographics, and everybody's laughing and uh, <clears throat> yeah, having a good time over the fact that the people are leaving. How do you think that would be perceived yes. by the New York Times, by the Atlantic, by a yes. BBC and Huff Post and all this stuff? Right. Well, we should take yeah. these words though. In this case, if they w- if they want to separate. 
then great. You, if you want segregation, they can have it. Like, I'm not going to be against that. We just don't yeah. want to pay for it, okay? You do your neighborhoods, you do your state, you do your country, you know, whatever, and we do ours. Okay? Well, I mean, they had that. It's jumping the gun a little bit here, but it's it's fine. Um, New York Times had that piece actually today, I believe it was. Um, why... <laughs> We need black majority states, an argument for consolidating black political power. Look and of course, at that. It, I mean, it's more than that, yes, but at the same time, it's just like in order to achieve a raw racial power, because that's what it's about, right? To advocate for their people. For they their, need to be and, a majority. Well, Lee, look at that. And, and, and obviously, you know, I agree, you know, go do that, you know, kind of thing. But let. Let, pe- let white people have this to them. But that, that's what they don't do. Basically, the New York Times would never have let this pass if, if it was white people writing this. We need obviously. white majority states. An yeah. argument for consolidating white political power. Right? The only thing I they mean, can preface this with is Charles Blow has a bold proposition for black Americans. Leave the country's northern cities and move to the south. Yeah, they're already down there. In this look, audio at, look at what it looks like. They're already Blow, black majority cities. We know Blow, it. Blow <laughs> argues like. that becoming a voting majority in states like Georgia and Mississippi could give black Americans the opportunity to control the levers of state power and influence national politics. Right? So it's about demographics is destiny. They know oh, that. they're admitting obviously. it. Yes. But when we say it, oh, that's a right-wing conspiracy theory, you extremists. When Okay, well, we need our white majority states. Yes, I agree. Let's separate into different regions. We can't live like this, but we'll take our, take our tax dollars with us, right? Also, white liberals can go live, live in these black majority states. And we'll have our white majority states, and we'll keep them that way. More specifically, white conservative majority. Right. Well, but we, need you know Europe, we need Europe back. And uh, I, why don't these people just go back to Africa? Right. Because they get really? taken care of here. That's why. Well, I mean, will they if they move to all black states and, and they control everything? there? Well, you know how it is. Uh, some there's a little Dunning Kruger going on there. But, you know, there, yeah. there are some smart blacks. I mean, so they, I agree can, they could lead for the wrong you know, reasons. They I can, agree with them. They can lead their people then and figure it out on their own. Sure. No, of course. Uh, but it's just inc- the, the, just uh, the stunning blindness of the New York Times here, right? They're basically ethno-nationalists for every single group. Yes. Uh, for, but for but for white people, we yeah. are, are cannot have that. And in fact, everyone wants their the majority, like black majority states, well, Hispanic majority states, but then also want to be in all the white states as well, as well so that yeah. they they have to be a minority white everywhere areas are they exist, and then everywhere else they can have their own yes. as well. They have their own, and in white areas, yes. it's uh, it's diverse. Yes. Uh, so in London, no surprise, this is happening too. Check out uh, this more gloating, gloating at the fact that uh, these people are taking over this video is gonna make the comment section go crazy he is brown she is brown and they are brown this is the brownest city in all of europe welcome to the royal family may be white but the rest of london is not london has become the most diverse city all of Europe. Look at how great it is. I'm from Sudan. I'm from Japan. I'm from Somalia. It's not just people. The national dish is Indian. This is Sikha Masala. The well, that's of bullshit. Yeah, that we didn't decide bullshit. that. No. There are nearly 300 languages spoken. Oh, great. They can't understand each other. And none of those people more than founded anything there. 70 nationalities live. But why is London so diverse? Well, God, he's it comes annoying. down mm-hmm. to our truth. 
England colonized a lot of countries. The British Empire. Here now we we're coming so, for revenge. Y- yes, Thank it, you, Jews. It was wrong that they do it, but now we're doing it to them. We're just coming. We're, co- we're coming to them. That's the argument. Uh, right? I love it too how they always have to justify their shitty behavior and their invasion, right? Yeah. Like, please. Yep. Play a bit more. 80% of the countries of the world. In the last 500 years, London went to many countries. And 500 years later, the same countries are coming to London. No, it's, first of all, that is not true. Because obviously, English people showed up and they told these other people where they were in relation to the rest of the world. And they tried to give them things and civilization, and they were all very excited about this. Uh, and, and obviously, they had the English in mind first when they're doing this, as they should, as other uh, ethnic groups uh, do. All of them do that. But no, you're being let in. Yes. You're being encouraged to come in by elites in Western European nations. That's what. That's the reason why this is happening. Otherwise, you would never have come. <laughs> you wouldn't like, even know where white people are if we didn't come. If find we didn't you. come to the, to them, exactly. And if so we that's didn't build ships wrong. and compasses and map the globe and airplanes and you know refugee housing and money and all of it, dude. And so they got to include the uh, cocky white person at the end here. I think our immigration policies have allowed a lot of diverse cultures to come and mix. I think it's fantastic. Despite fantastic. the history, <laughs> London is now where people come oh, yeah, to build a new them. life. So, if you're brown like me, you have a new home in London. That's one minute. And then we say, okay, let's do what happened to London in your hometown, in Mm -hmm. your home country. Let's go to Pakistan and do that, or Uganda and do that, or any... Oh, no, no, no way. Can't do that. That's neo-colonialism yeah i mean it's incredible just how blatant it is right and of course we gotta we gotta keep you uh up to date here right or this is from a while ago rather we gotta keep your memory sharp and uh, bring this little classic back to you that uh, oh it's actually it's not about the fact that it's just oh it's diverse no it's about winning right check this out ideas like the great replacement which mm-hmm. is the perfect marriage really between Islamophobic racism, anti-Semitism and white nationalism because the theory goes that there is a sort of Zionist conspiracy to breed out white people. The white British population has decreased by 600,000 while the minority population has increased by 1.2 million. So yes lads, we're winning. There you go. <laughs> dumb bitch. You dumb, ugly bitch. <laughs> go back to India. Uh, you're not winning. You're, from. you're being allowed to be in that <sighs> little power position that you're in right now until white people, Brits, British people uh, put their foot down and just say, you know what? We've uh, we've kind of had it with this. We've you had know? enough. This we, is we, our we've country. Had, we've had enough of this, right? Their people, English people founded it. You can never change the fact that it is a white country, that white people built it. Well, it's always that. It's always the, uh, you know... <laughs> So it's always like the the same story. I, I just want to mention this too, by the way. This story is the perfect example from the New York Times, right? This is like an audio thing or whatever on New York Times, but still, um, that's the perfect time when the cocky conservatives come out and say, "Oh, look at the woke racism here from the New York Times." All we have to do, folks, is if we just can go back to what MLK preached. We're going to be in a much better position, everybody. Okay, that's 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 more important. You know that's going to be the reaction to it. You know that that's what it is. Uh, Always, it's yeah. a, it's so predictable with them. 
If we just don't talk about race, if they just don't push critical race theory, it's going to go back to MLK's version. And by the way, he was a communist. You know, he was beating up a couple prostitutes he was, he was the night before he died. by uh, rabbis, as we saw in there, yes. essentially. He had a Jewish yes. speech writers and everything like that. Uh, it's good all old, a bunch uh, of fluff words, you know. <clears throat> good old Andrew Joyce here says, uh, diversity isn't your strength. It lowers your wages. It marginalizes your culture. It increases your crime. It fills your hospitals. It occupies your housing. It ruins schools. It consumes tax your taxes. It tightens your laws. It restricts your freedom. It endangers your children, and calls you racist. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's now perfect. And you complain about any of those things? Oh, racist! You're a ra why are you so racist? What do you get against uh, brown people? Uh, and all right. what gets yep. me too is, and we'll see this here, just how openly resentful and hateful and ungrateful these supposed needy, desperate people are when they come into our countries. It's just just straight to the hate now. They yeah. haven't even gone to uni yet to be programmed, you know, by anti-whiteism, but it's already found them on the way, on the way. And yep. that's why they're coming. Portland, Maine, right? The the new Mainers, as they call them, are, are, are coming in and Reminder, immediately. Maine is one of the whitest states yeah, in America. That's why they're doing it. Yes. And immediately it's like, no good service, internet's bad, no food. Remember that? Uh, the uh, All the Arabs coming my in. Balls so big, yeah, my balls so big. Where's the free women? I need to have sex prostitute. with anything. I mean, we played all the clips. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. More of the same here. We need your help. We need your involvement. Frustration. Look at this woman. Just when we need another black woman screaming yes, at us. Yes, of course. Let Please, me back let's up here a little bit so you can more. see what's happening here. I come from a lot of suffering in Africa. I get here and continue to, they, I, I wish I wouldn't put that text over it, and continue to suffer. Please, please, we are suffering a lot. It's always that, like, hustler. just give me something, right? Yes, hustler. Anger, because when you leave a country torn apart by war and you come to ours, you hear that there's no space for you. I don't know how to explain. It's, it's very bad. Johnny Francisco is just 18 years old and moved here from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. He Why says he's staying at the African Portland country? Expo with his sister and mother. And here we are sleeping in bad conditions. The doors are open. Complaints of poor living conditions and no answers as to where they will go once mid-August hits, when the city and venue will no it's longer allow them hustle, to stay here. Man. We are having a bad time. The people who work inside don't respect us. There is no food, nowhere to sleep, and we are having a bad time. Total Capitan is from Angola. It's almost like, uh, maybe, you, maybe you shouldn't be here then. Go right? home. We didn't ask you to come. We don't need your ass here. Go home and be with your people and do so. Or go to yeah. another African country. Or go well, to some rich it's, Middle Eastern it's, it's country. So it's a path of least resistance, right? It, it, the more you whine and complain, it's uh, likely that around white people you get what you want, right? And so it's easy. It's much easier than uh, uh, working or you know, whatever it is. You, you, is it fix your own country or like organize your countrymen to like fix the solution, you know, solution, fix the solution, and find, find a solution to the problem, whether it's war or organized politically, it's, it stops on these coups, whatever it is, you know. No, they come here French and they're and mad because they didn't get, you know, prime real estate on the main coast on arrival. Yep. Gola, he speaks French and says the protest started as word spread the shelter was shutting down. They told us we had to leave this place on August. 
the 16th. And go where? There is no place else for us to sleep at. We don't have uh, solutions right now. We are working to try to find them. City staff, Department of Health and Human Services Director Kristen Dow and Mayor Kate Snyder say they listen to asylum seekers about their complaints. It's taken us a while to get here with the situation that we have in the city and the state, so it's going to take us a little while uh, to figure it out. As Portland's housing crisis for everybody, including asylum seekers, boils over, the city approved a new asylum seeker shelter. There's just one problem. That right now is slated for single uh, single asylum seekers. So um, at this point, no, these are all families that are here. Nowhere for them to go. Oh, and really? The the oh, there's two kids here. Right there. Of course I'm worried because I have a sick mother. I have a little sister. We have a child here. And this is not conditions for people. Not our problem. Nope. Not our fucking problem. <laughs> so tired of the all new these are here. fucking hustlers coming to our countries and like, white man, give me shit now. No. Yeah. Fucking no. Homeless camps are now popping up all over <sighs> in uh, Portland, Maine. Asylum seekers are getting hotels. Uh, so uh, that's the same, like in the UK, right? They're getting hotels. Here we go. We'll we'll uh, we'll fix you right up. Uh, we'll pay. And it's, what was it? Six million pounds a day or something like that. That's that. Uh, I can't remember if it was just the whole country or if it was just one area in the UK that was paying that much. Probably just one area, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, putting them in the hotels yeah. and all that insane right uh, it's just and maine it's like yeah. intentionally let's send them to a nice white state intentionally now portland maine is full of liberals unfortunately but all around you mm -hmm. know in the countryside it's not but and, portland's ruining everything in maine right now and you know meanwhile of course this is how it's looking in some of the uh, american cities here's uh, chicago just a quick clip here <laughs> Chicago, which of course also is very diverse, by the way, therefore very successful. Look at that shit. <laughs> That's just one area. But, uh, yeah, so uh, let's import more who are just going to do more of the same. They come here and just scream. I mean, you'd have to be blind to not see their hustler face. Like, I've been through Africa, and yeah, there's like nicer Africans who live in the bush and do live the bush life or whatever. And then you go into the cities, and then it's like a constant fucking hustle. There's like always someone trying to sell you something or steal something or like, hey, look at this over here or get in my cab or like it's just a constant hustle and it's exhausting. Well, I wonder why white people are leaving some of those areas. Huh? <laughs> uh, check out this one. Here's uh, some uh, non-white populations. We've talked about this before that they're unhappy that more migrants are coming in, right? Because they want to have the Gibbs for themselves. Uh, but look, if you pay attention real quick, you can see of who's uh, who's welcoming in the uh, refugees. Two rec centers in Brooklyn are now being used as shelters to house asylum seekers. And as CBS 2's Lisa Rosner reports, that decision is getting mixed reaction from the community. Dozens of people rallied outside the city's newest respite center for asylum seekers, the Sunset Park Recreation Center. To the left of the line for people to go swimming is the entrance for asylum seekers. This place is supposed to be for children and seniors and for families. They put 100 male here without checking in the background. Maybe that's how we felt when uh, you guys came in, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Parents are worried. It is not built for housing. Some residents told us the center had been closed for repairs, but this woman claims senior services are now being curtailed without notice. Can you tell them? I pay for membership. The city says there are cots for up to 100 men. That's diversity for you right there. It's and a this great is success. happening in a lot of places. We covered a story of this last week yeah, this as is well. Yep, exactly. Let's uh, keep playing this here. Where'd you go? 
To sleep in the gym, we're told at least 60 slept there Saturday night. 24-year-old Javier from Venezuela told us through a translator that he came to New York because he heard there were construction jobs here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, to, he looks like a build. construction worker, doesn't he? Look at him; they're like lying I'm through here, their. I'm here to teeth. work hard. Where's the Where's the dole <laughs> department? Where's the gang at, mofo? And it's amazing. I mean, again, but they, that they compare. They're appreciative that there's I mean, a roof. It's amazing how they compare this to uh, this is what like settlers and pioneers were doing. <laughs> you know, I mean, of like Europeans coming to different parts of the world or whatever. Oh, it's just the same. They just came and lined up to the welfare office uh, and uh, looking for jobs, right, to get to, to get money. Essentially, <laughs> again, it's proximity to white people. It's a, it's a human right. To have proximity to white people. That's what this is about. Over their heads and um, that they've been welcomed here. The Masbia relief team and other volunteers held a potluck for the asylum seekers and handed out clothing. We're here to just say that immigrants are welcome mm. here. There we go. Very no. quick. Little hint for you right there. Potluck <clears throat> for the asylum seekers and handed out clothing. We're here to just say that immigrants are welcome here. And you see yes. the sign behind him there. Give me your tired, your poor. Give me your, your garbage. Huddle. Give me all the nations, the garbage of the nations, and and, and we we'll will build them a great on the one. Goyim. Yes. <laughs> now to Israel, buddy. Can you do that? No. Okay. Welcome here. So. Just after midnight Sunday, asylum seekers also arrived at the McCarran Recreation Center in Williamsburg. Around 100 cots have been set up in one wing. The city it, says they won't have access to the pool and fitness center. Leaders say they were given just 24 hours notice about both centers. The concerns around the center, just like the heat and the way they're being housed, we don't know how long they're going to be here. We don't know what um, issues well, uh, the they're facing. Like they just let we them just, in and say, well, we we'll just work saw a picture it out. Of the guy who lets them in. Well, I know, but it's like at the border and all that shit. And then it's like, we'll just figure it out. We'll just let in millions. We'll just dump them and see what happens. Mm -hmm. like, yep. <laughs> there's yep. no plan. Nope, it's no just, plan. Just it's just as literally many as possible, dumping Africans and Central Americans and yeah, just, whoever else. Just dump them into white areas and cities that are already full. New York's already full. New York, it's already white minority there, right? Yeah, as, as many as possible. Let's see what she, uh, what she said there. Is this the one? No, oh, this is the one. Like the heat and the way they're being housed. We don't know how long they're going to be here. We don't know what um, issues uh, they're facing. We're not sure what services or help they need. Power Malu feels the mayor is sending a message with the makeshift centers. They've been trying to dissuade people from coming here to this country. And the second yes. one is they're trying to get funds from the federal government. Here at the McCarran Center, there are specified times for the asylum seekers to use the pool showers so they're not accessing them at the same time as the public. Oh, that, that makes it much better, uh, of course, because they love their po the, pool, oh, the pool parties these people throw, especially in Germany. Have you seen some of those? Yes. Uh, all right. I guess we could do a couple of more here. <clears throat> You know what? I just want to show this. Meanwhile, they're not going to get their way. But if they if they ever did, if they ever did get their way, uh, they would just write us out of history altogether. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking we about? Was everything, never, okay? There was never any white people anywhere, and uh, we were always uh, the kings, no matter what. Here's uh, some Africans in uh, Finland uh, diversifying and uh, spicing things up. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's Finland. <clears throat> that's Finland for you right there. Uh, 
I guess we can end with this. You know how they said, oh, nothing will, nothing is going to, nothing is going to change, right? Remember that? Yes. I, it's just, it will, you'll just share your, you'll just uh, uh, share your school with some, with some other people and uh, your neighborhoods and things like that. Uh, well, here's the Swedish story. I tried to uh, do Google Translate and it was just, the translation was just, ugh, couldn't even show it. It interpreted kugning out as, as teeth, which is like, wait a minute, what is it doing? Anyway, the uh, story is about, a new proposal from the Swedish government uh, to, for, for driving's, driver's licenses. Apparently, there are certain groups, and they very carefully kind of trot, is that the word, around the issue here, the guy interviewed in the clip here, and we, we don't have to play it short, but I'm, I'll uh, summarize it. Certain groups are failing uh, the driver's license tests. So now we have to Muslim. lower the bar. That's what they're investigating right now. God, Again, Henrik, remember, I just want to end before you go. Yeah. <laughs> remember we were at this roundabout and there was this Muslim woman who just like kept going kept around. Going around. <laughs> she was going like all over all the lanes. I was like, look out. <laughs> she was just driving all over the effing road. I was just like, oh, my God. I mean, God. It's, it's bad enough already, right, with, with that. But yeah, on and yep. stuff. Now they need to lower the standard. So that you, when you are out on the roads and your children are in the car or when your children are grown and they have their car of their own and they're out there on the roads, their life and their safety have to... Sweden, which has been obsessed about this for decades and decades, I mean, just like safety, 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 you know. Yeah, they, what's it cost to get a license? They probably don't... policy, they card. Yeah, it's very... They probably it's, don't even have to pay. They, they don't even pay, probably. It's very expensive. It's. I mean, it is absurd. I agree, to, in a sense, it's it's an absurd system. But, but the fact is... There was never a disc. It was always an expectations of all Swedes to step up to the place and get this done, pay a shit ton of money. Right. But now, no, no, no. There's too many people failing for some reason. Certain groups are failing. We all know what they're talking about here. So we have to lower the bar and ensure that there basically can be handed uh, driver's licenses, uh, which, of course, will mean the zero policy that the Swedish uh, the, the traffic ministry there have had for, for many, many decades now is basically out the window and they'll be very proud over this no zero deaths anywhere on any roads in sweden that's about to change drastically with these kinds of uh, overhauls that are slated to come right it's gonna be another oh a kid was decapitated story yep it's like so we covered earlier we'll end with this uh this is the, 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 the summarized here by i forget what the comedian's called what the hell is his name again rod schneider is that his name Schne ron schneider rod schneider anyway um, on uh, on different on how important it is with the diversity. Mm. Listen to this. Sir. The CEO of United Airlines last month. The CEO he announced of all the hiring for all the new pilots that are coming up this year. All the hiring for the new pilots. The main focus is going to be diversity. <laughs> what? <laughs> diversity? Not the best pilots you can find. The ones with the most hours of experience. Things you've done before. Maybe. Nope, diversity. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of flying all the time with these white pilots landing safely and on time. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> That's it. Yep. You want to spice it up a little bit? Go on That's a flight, it. bump a uh, nice bumpy ride. It'll be like a roller coaster. It'll be very exciting, very Do spicy. Deaths here and there, but, a few yeah. crashes, you it's, know. It's fine. Shake it up. We don't worry about that kind of shit. You know what I mean? It's I the mean, most like, important thing is diversity. At the end I of the day, know so many white people know this. Like they're all laughing out there. Time to like be loud about it. Well, white you heard people. that one guy in the clip was like diversity. Woo! Woo! One okay. guy oh. was like. 
Who's no? okay, retard right. over yeah, yeah. here. You know what? <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap up right there. We have uh, Archie. I think we missed this. Did, did you read this one from Archie? Uh, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, the three guys talking about race mixing. The middle guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the the, uh, the, the yeah. there, yeah. An ex-Islam atheist. And the guy at the bottom is a hardcore Christian. Yeah, I, I know him from exactly. He did tons of videos on you know, how, how bad Islam is and stuff like that. But he's done tons of other stuff, too. I forget his name now. Uh, the Christian's family is so genetically messed up that some outbred outbreeding would be good for them. His uh, kids are so messed up that they're unlikely to reproduce. Just get him out of the guy. gene pool. Get him, well, it's that's you know we show that meme all the time. <laughs> you, you out of the gene pool. If there is genetic susceptibility to falling for propaganda and liberal ideas and anti-white ideas like this, maybe it's a good idea to to weed some of this out. I'm yes. not sure. Pagan Bear says support what you like. Hail Red Ice. Thank you. Appreciate that. I think we're car. Are we caught up? Yes. Thank you. All right, guys. We're going to start wrapping up right there. Join us over at uh, RedEyesMembers.com. <clears throat> Western Warrior is uh, coming up. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, you can do Subscribe Star. You can do Odyssey as well. Ten bucks a month. You can get a cheaper one if you get a longer one-time payment. Also, we have a couple of different uh, tiers for our memberships. We have a plus tier for those who want to do a little bit extra. And for those of you who want to have a shout-out at the end of the show, get a producer or an executive producer tier. And uh, we want to hear some input from you guys as well. Give us some guest suggestions. Who would you like us to reach out to if you're an executive producer? Uh, what about topics, certain things you'd like us to cover? That's something we want from you. And so thank you to our executive producers here today. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red, Red Pill Rundown, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeeves, President Ubunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Jill Bob. We have Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, and Purple Haze. We also got uh, producers, Mr. Walker 696, Johan Son, Leor Dumont, Snark Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Urinu, Obadiah Hakeswill, Perfect Brut, Single Action Army. And by the way, if you're not on that uh, list, uh, let us know. Send us an email uh, and we'll get you in there as well in case we missed you in the uh, lineup, as it were. Uh, if you do want to get one of those executive producer tier or producer tiers, you can get it at redassmembers.com, Subscribestar, or our Odyssey. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll be back with uh, Western uh, Warrior next time. That's uh, right. Anything else, Lana, coming no. up? Uh, more interviews. Working more? on that. I'm getting back yeah. on the interview train as well. Now that my daughter's a little bigger, <laughs> we have uh, we have uh, uh, Gemma O'Dorothy coming up, and we're uh, uh, booking one with uh, Stephen McNallan as well. Uh, we do have some a couple other people in the pipeline as well that we got to sort out and get uh, finalized and booked in and stuff like that. So more on that is coming. But otherwise, as usual, of course, yeah, Western Warrior at RedEyesMembers.com, uh, and of course, uh, no go zone usually on Wednesdays. Uh, interviews if we can in between, squeeze that in. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you to everyone who's super chatted today. We appreciate you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at SubscribeStar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.